I open up the gate, bro. I mean, I open up the door, and I jump out on him, and I draw down on this guy, bro. Right. And when I draw down on him, I have a firearm similar to what DJ had. It has a light on it, and I put the light on him. So he's blind. Uh, he can't see nothing but a light. But he knows what's, it was pointing at him. 100%. You know, and, I, and I'm talking to him loud, bro. I'm, I'm giving him every, you know, what the fuck are you doing in my yard? Right. I'm like, you come to cut the grass? I got money on my mind. I'm just trying to get some dough. I ain't picking up my lot unless there's money on the phone. Gotta get it on the daily. All I want is dubs. You know what I'm on. I've been chasing after paper. All I know is broad money marathon. Capital Games. Well, welcome back. We are here with another episode of Capital Games, where we have real discussions with real people in real time. Did you rehearse that? I like that. That was hard. We never did, did that before. That nah, was I hard. Just, I just thought about it right now. That was here. gangsta. I like that. <laughs> no, like, that was we, hard. Yeah, we don't have to bring that one. Oh, he's stepping his game up. <laughs> like, I stepped my game up. Like. No, but um, we have, um, of course, it's me, DJ Bay, the Prince of Hemp, my CEO, director, Peter Parker. You already know we in the building. And then we have Miss Daydreams. Daydreams. <laughs> Don't you don't want to get the Business class. mentor. I'm beefing today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on some tight time today. And we have a special guest with us here today, the Miami gun doctor. What's going Whoop. on, ma'am? How y'all doing? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And as you can see, we got some... We got the heavy artillery out today. Nice toys, toys out. <laughs> so they call you the Miami gun doctor, right? So why? how'd you get that name? So... How that name came about is really funny, man. Um, I had a client come to me who uh, they went out of town. And before he left out of town, he had a Desert Eagle. And he said he used to store it in his shed. Mm. And he forgot to take it in. And when he came back, it was completely rusted out. I mean, the entire outside of it was rusted out. It's still on my page. People can go back and check it out. And I took a Dremel, bro. And a Dremel's like that thin. And I literally dreamed off all the rust. Damn. And I recorded it. So everybody's seen it. And my bro was like, bro, you like a doctor on that gun. How you, you, went, you know, you performed <laughs> surgery and you brought it back. So it kind of stuck. You know what I mean? Like, and it seems like after that, everybody just brought me the worst of the worst. Oh, it's like, wow. I mean, so, but I love it, man. Cause it's always a challenge. It gives me something new and you know, I don't get bored. I don't get bored. Like I don't know what I'm going to see tomorrow. And it's always, I, I love to have the challenges and, you know, seeing the seeing it come back to life is like to me. It's 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 a real it's a real thrill. I love it. No, that's dope. You know what I want to demystify, guys? Because I know we all you know we all carry we all gun lovers, supporters, Second Amendment. Um, <laughs> yo, why is everybody real, so? You sound a real Republican. <laughs> 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 no, but like, why why are a lot of people like scared of guns? Like, why is guns like why is the fear of guns so so high? Well, to me, I would think is the lack of knowledge. That's what most people fear things that they don't know. Right. You know, um, once they have, you know, they, they get into it, you know, whether it be a hobby or they just want to know for the knowledge, uh, most people, they, they tend to like it, you know, like I, I haven't, oh, you know, unless they had a bad experience prior to that 
And even after having a bad experience, if they're reintroduced into it the proper way and they understand what the purpose is of it, sometimes it changes their idea and, you know, their whole perspective on firearms. So when should we be taught about guns? Like, is there age, you think? Like, what what you think? So for me, I believe, you know, if I'm a father of two, you know what I mean? I have an eight-year-old and a two-year-old daughter, um, eight-year-old son. And, um, you know, it's I want to say my son was probably four or five. You know, when they're able to walk around on their own, they should know, you know. I, I love that. And I I, I want to get y'all take on it, too, because, like, you know, I was following, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Derek Grace, mm-hmm. but he was the first person. He's a buddy of mine. Okay, that's dope. So he was the first person I saw, like, with kids and guns. And I was like, yo, that's so smart. Like, demystify the gun for the children. Allow them to learn how to shoot, right? And then it won't be like, oh, my God, it's a gun. I know we've all heard the term curiosity killed the cat. 100%. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like if you introduce the child to it and they know what it is, then it takes the whole one to sneak around and all that. Like I tell my son, I'm like, hey, if you want to see something, let me know. And right. Do it here in front of me. That means the parent needs to be educated themselves so that they're not first and foremost. children bad things. Yeah, first and foremost. I, I remember one time it was an incident. And I, I do got a question for you. It was an incident when we were younger. Um, I grew up on a military base. All, everybody carried. All my uncles, my mom, everybody carried. And one of them had left. It was a silver and black. It had to be like a forty-five. They had left it laying out. And they just seen one of my younger cousins just hovering over the firearm. And my uncle broke down because he just understood how bad that situation could go. Because my cousin didn't understand gun safety. Mm-hmm. But me and my sister do. So because like we actually used to go shooting stuff. And it's just like those moments are like things can go really wrong in those small moments. And it's just like leaving the firearm out, not locking it up, not having a secure place and just not even knowing gun safety. But that that's being a a responsible gun owner. I got one for you. A friend of mine, probably about three years ago, called me crying. Hysterical. I'm at the park. I need you to come to the park right now. I'm like, what's going on? She's like uh, her daughter, I'm going to say name, just found a loaded revolver in the sandbox mm. and it was cocked back, ready to fire. Oh, in the sandbox? In the sandbox. So either somebody did a crime and just tossed it, running around, you know what I mean? If you throw it in the dirt and you don't see it, that's, you know. And nobody who was out there knew how to make it unsafe. How to make it safe again. How to, how to decock it. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to say revolvers a little bit different. They are. Yeah. They are. And this is is something that I teach in all of my classes. Like, I, I show people when I go through the whole, from from pistols to revolvers, how to make it safe. I, but do, that's, I was about to say, I do want to get into your offers, but before, I want to know, what is the absolute craziest gun situation that you have ever been in? Man, uh, I try to avoid them at... At best, but we've had some. I told you about. One, I told you about mine the yeah, other day. <laughs> I, I want to say being in the wrong place at the wrong time. I had got shot at, and I was just like I said. I was literally at a house playing cards with a bunch of friends. Guy pulls up, window drops, and there's just a bunch of flash. And damn, yeah. I mean, and this was this was a while ago. This was a while ago. This was before I really got into everything. And one of the reasons that I I teach the safety about it now because. Or I completely froze up. I didn't know what to do. I was like, I was in shock. So I want, I want to talk about that because it's something that uh, me and they talk about all the time. Like, you know, when you get a gun, right, I feel like as soon as you get it or every day, you should be unloading it, loading it up, put the bullets in, right, cocking it back. You should be like rehearsing it because your body only understands 
when you're in those moments, muscle memory. muscle memory, that's it, right? So if we're not, if we're not continually doing that, like, we're going to freeze up because your body's not used to that. You're in a state of shock. I don't care how We call it dry fire. It's called what? Dry fire. Got you. So that's basically, you know, I would suggest you get snap caps, which, you know, they look <laughs> the like ones. bullets. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And they have a little spring in them, and it, it takes the beating away on your gun. Okay. So when you're actually pulling the trigger, your firing pin is hitting something rather than just throwing itself out there. Got you. And that way it's simulating an actual click and the gun is not taking such of a beating. And then it's giving you a feel. You know what I mean? You're actually getting a feel for it. It gives you a little bit of weight, not so much because, you know, they're, they're plastic. But it gives you a realistic feel and you can go through the motions, you know, as much as you want all day long without having accidental discharge because there's no live ammunition. Mm. And that's the first thing I tell people. If you're practicing, man, always take the live ammunition out of the room, like completely out of the room. Because most accidents happen when people are either cleaning their gun or they're practicing. That's something that I um, that's something that I do want people to have an understanding. Like we made sure that every single um, arm in here was actually clear, clear. and yeah. we checked chambers and everything just so we wouldn't have no Cheddar Bob accidents. We don't got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but bro, um, you got a couple pieces out here yourself, and um, I do want to ask you about some of your offers. So. You you broke out this magical like this blue and gold joint up. Can you like tell the people what it is yeah, that you have? So actually, this is a um, this right here is an actual P three twenty frame. It's a Sig frame. This is the X carry frame. Um, a buddy of mine, he's doing okay. Thank you. you a go. buddy of mine, he's doing a, a three different uh, frames on it. Um, the top is a M eighteen, a Sig Sawyer M eighteen. I'll show you. This is the actual firearm. You guys see it's clear. Um, yeah, and this is on the Wilson Combat frame. So, and the Wilson Combat is an all-metal frame. So it takes it from a polymer, and then it makes it all still. So it gives it weight. But the thing about a metal frame, it takes the recoil better. Mm-hmm. So it's going to shoot a lot better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In my in my opinion, anyway. So and you I'm, have to comp- So as far as for, you know, one of the issues when a lot of people shoot, um, they either overcompensate and they drive their hands into it while they're shooting or either they allow their hands to come back because of recoil or because of how strong the, or because of how weak their arms are in some situations. Would you say it's better for you to have a plastic polymer or steel polymer if you haven't really built up your arm strength? Well, honestly, it depends on your hands. hands. Everybody has different hands. And I tell people when you go to pick a gun, and I don't know if you guys, like I say, I got kids. I watch Harry Potter. I've seen all of them. And when he went to pick his wand, you remember how he picked the first one and it, yeah. well, no, that ain't it. And he grabbed it on, that ain't it. And then when you put his hand on that one and the whole room lit up, you should have that feeling when, you, when you're selecting a firearm. And that's what I tell people. I can't suggest what's right for you. I can tell you a general, you know, let me see how big your hands is. Okay, this might be nice for you, this. But you have to really make that. That's a part of you. It's an extension of you at the end of the day. And you want to be comfortable with it. You know, I don't want to suggest something to you and it's too big for your hand or it's too small for your hand because all of that plays a big difference. You can shoot perfectly and you have the wrong tool for the job. It's going to make the job a lot harder. Right. And also, can we talk about like, how do you actually shoot? Because, you know, you know, we, we all from, you know, we all from the hood. It's kind of like. Everybody's shooting like crazy and it's all type of nonsense going on, right? How do you shoot to hit the actual target from a professional? All right, so proper hand placement is first. And then after proper hand placement, 
the two most important parts to me would be side alignment, side picture, and then your trigger control. So side alignment and side picture go hand in hand. But your trigger control is well. You gotta explain that. Yeah, I'm about to say a lot of people don't even know what. Right, you, you even get me right now. So I, I need you. I need you to explain that for me. All right, so um, I'm gonna use the Glock because the Glock's like really yeah, common. Perfect, perfect. Most people can just really like pick up for that. So put this down. It's a Glock. Okay, and you can also see it's clear. It's already already cleared everything. This is a Glock 30. Okay. Um, a lot of people call it a baby four five. Mm-hmm. And that's literally what it is. Uh, same frame as the Glock 26, but the caliber is a 45. Um, so let's get into sight alignment. Pick your gun up a little bit. There you go. Okay, sight alignment. So mm-hmm. sight alignment is the correlation between the front sight mm-hmm. and the rear sight. So it, it it's, it's you know I'm going to try to explain it to you as best I can. That's cool. You have to align the sights up. Yeah. Uh, try again. Uh, Mike Jet. There you go. There we go. All right, we're back. Uh, second more technical, Yeah, we're yeah, we're terrible here. Nah, it is what it is. We're on the road. Yeah. All right. So, what I would tell people: like, you ever use the leveler? Yes. I have. Right. I have used the leveler. So, a leveler is like you ever seen the ruler with the, oh, with the yeah, three yeah, lines yeah, in the yeah, bubble? Yep, yep. Think of that as your sights. Okay. Okay. And your front sight would be your bubble. So when you line it up. And you look down there, you want to have your front sight perfectly in the middle. Okay, gotcha. You don't want to have it off on either side because that'll throw off the shot. Shooting's all about angles. You know what I mean? Shooting's all about angles. I don't know if you guys can see it. Yeah. So. It's perfect right there. Mm-hmm. The good way for the way it was explained to me and per my experience, I didn't know that when I was shooting that one, I was leaning backwards. And also, just off of dry fire, and just also, I got a beam on my gun, so I was I got kind of lazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm looking, and then I'm not realizing that I'm pointing down because I'm not looking through my sights. And the moment that they made me realize that my head dot was too low, and then when I lined it up perfectly, I'm chest, chest, face, everywhere where I want to go, I'm hitting it just because I'm looking, like exactly how you said, I'm aligning those three dots together. Just like that. Boom. You know what's funny about the beam? When I first got my beam, I was hype, right? I got, I put the beam on. I went to the range. I'm going crazy, right? I'm like, why the fuck am I hitting shit, right? I didn't even realize that you had to zero the beam like the whole time. Everything. I'm thinking it just comes ready to hit shit. Like, you know what I mean? So, now, you know. I mean, some of them, like the Romeos, they come pretty much zeroed. Oh, they do? Yeah. The Romeos and the Hollow Suns, they're pretty good. But okay. it depends on your distance, how far you're going to shoot. Yes. So, and that's all I tell people, like, what's your situation? What are you carrying for? Are you shooting for target practice? Are you shooting for long distance? Because if that's the case, you want to tune your gun for such. And what I, what was told to me through um, some of our security details is that most situations usually don't happen past, like, a nine-feet radius. Yeah, Unless, yeah, so, like, this stuff is usually for close combat. This isn't long-range right. shooting yeah. weaponry. So this, this, like I say, this type is what we call an EDC, which is an everyday carry. Okay. You're not trying to get into a gun battle with this. This isn't something you go to war with. This is something up close and personal. You know what I mean? Uh, getting out of your car, walking to your door, and somebody runs up on you. Hey, give me your wallet. I got this for you. Right. You know what I mean? This is what I got for you. <laughs> um, if, if you go to the range and you have something that you want to shoot, you know, you get something into the competition. You get something with a bigger frame. Bigger frame guns, they shoot better. Something with a longer barrel, because the longer barrel is going to give you better accuracy. 
Anything with a short barrel is going to be not as accurate. It's going to be very snappy. I tell people that all the time. Oh, would it be a good first gun? Uh, and, and women, you know, no offense, they, they think, oh, I get the smallest gun. It's going to, no, the small guns shoot horribly. This ad is brought to you by Capital Gains. What's going on, y'all? It's directed here, Peter Parker, and my course, Guerrilla Filmmaker, is finally here. They said you need film school to become a successful director. They used to laugh at me when I carried a picture of my dream camera in my pocket. They talked about the way I dressed because I invested all my money in the camera equipment instead of clothes. And now, they call me Peter Parker, the director of the year. I know, I've been promising y'all for a long time now, year after year, but I've been working very hard on this course, perfecting it, so you guys get the most value out of it, right? I mean, listen, I've packed this with so many videos, so much content that you have to win, right? It's a must, must, must buy course. And if you get it right now, it's just half off. Let me tell you what's involved, right? It's like, if you first get your camera, and you're ready to start making money, I'm gonna show you how to make some money. This course is not just about technical skills, because yeah, we're gonna get busy, we're gonna show you what cameras to buy and, and how to get the best quality out your camera, but it's really about increasing your income and 10xing your company. Are you ready to take not only your videography skills to the next level, but actually make a company and actually start scaling your company to make more money? Gorilla Filmmaker is the course for you. I promise you, I've waited this long on purpose to give y'all the greatest course I could possibly give. So make sure y'all tap in, click the link in the bio, and join the Gorilla Filmmaker family. That's exactly. She look. She got the 43x first. Was all high. 43x is is mid range. I like the 43 is great. I like it. I like it. But she just. I think she got. You know. She. It was hard for her to cock it back. It was terrible. And then remember the one time you called me with the emergency. Oh man, I had. She left the bullet. Like I guess I one was one already in the chamber. chamber. And then she, she went to rack it again. again. He she called me like hyperventilating. Like, yeah. There's a so bullet. I'm like, in that I don't gun. know how to take it. So I'm, I'm like, my dad. I was like, I need you to come over here. There's almost two in the chamber. He's like, what? <laughs> I was like, help. <laughs> yeah. He came. He's like, oh. I'm like, and then we tell people when usually when you have any issues with your firearm, the first thing you want to do is take your magazine out. Right. Yeah. And then if you can, you want to rack your slide. That usually fixes. Most of the problems, you know, and then, you know, visually expect and see if, you know, everything's good. There's nothing in the chamber. Rack it. And then you can dry fire to make sure the gun's still functioning. Fine. Can, can we talk law for a second? Like, you know, I just want because I'm not a lawyer. No, no. no but uh, all right. When, this is not legal advice. But like just like when it comes to guns. Right. Sometimes, especially in Florida, we're in Florida. Right? It's the mm-hmm. gun capital of the world. Um, Next to when is it OK to. Oh, right. I mean, Texas. Yeah, for sure. But like. When is it okay to draw your firearm? When your life is in danger. That can get tricky, right? Mm. It's a big spectrum, but I mean, That's a you're the only person who can really tell that feeling. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like what somebody might 
be in danger. It might not be to for the sure, person. For sure. But to me, it's when your life's in imminent danger. I've been in, you know, situations, and I, I want to say it's because I'm overconfident, which I have to watch out. Right. And, uh, I got bit by a dog. Uh. That was my neighbor's dog, older dog, and it, it wasn't anything crazy. You know, I was able to fend it off. Was you liable to shoot him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm. I, yeah, my yeah, I love I love animals yeah. for one. And I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want somebody to shoot my dog. Right. And the owner was literally like three feet away from me. Oh shit. So it was like, do I shoot this guy's <laughs> dog right in front of him? And I'm like, nah, man, I wouldn't want that. And I'm like, yo, grab the dog. Like I'm fighting the dog. I'm like, yo, jump on your dog. Right. Or he will get shot. Yes. Bro, my granddad shot somebody dog. They dog. His neighbor dog ran down on him like Police came. They was like, he just kept shooting. They they checked the mag. He only discharged the arm once, and they let him walk. Okay. Yeah, but like he for sure, like man, he old man. He ain't about to play with nobody dog. And and it was a pit, bro. Yeah. Yeah, but it was an older dog. So it was like, you know. But how do you determine it? Like, I wouldn't know it's older me, dog. I mean, I could tell because, like, I grew up in the neighborhood. Okay, got gotcha. So I've seen this dog my entire life. Gotcha. This dog probably been itching to bite me gotcha. forever. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Coming home from school, kicking the game. He was like, I'm going to get you one day. You know what I mean? And, and the dog was really old. Like, it, it, it barely, it wouldn't even been a fair fight. You know what's crazy? I think uh, ego and pride, you know, play a lot when it comes to guns, right? So I have this one rule, right? I have this one rule where when I when I'm fully loaded and which is mostly all the time, I play like a, a bitch role. Like I'm like I don't want any problems. Like I'm I'm that guy, right? Because number one, I'm big as shit. Number two, I know what I'm gonna do. So unless you're making me use this, I don't really want to use. I don't want to fight in court. Man, I do courses for guys who are so Rambo, right? I mean that I'm Rambo, cowboy, whatever you want to call them. And then it's like a month after seeing these guys who've went through the course and now are carrying, they're a totally different person. Seriously. So calm because they know what they're capable of now. Uh, they're like, bro, I, I just be laughing at so many I'm situations. Like, and I'm like, that's how you're supposed to be. If you're really not in imminent danger and you know that, you know what I'm saying, that you have the upper You know, hand. All right, I'll give you an example of pride and ego, right? Not just the, the, the cases that we probably can think of, but um, like, let's say I think what well, last month, right? I, it, my ring camera, four o'clock in the morning, me and her watching a movie, right? Four yeah, o'clock in the morning, um, I look at the, my fucking ring cam. I get an alert. I'm thinking it's my dog and shit. Yeah, it's we somebody. Got, we got to have them enter the video. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, I look at my ring camera. It's somebody in our car. Mind you, we have a driveway, so you're on my property now, right? Mm-hmm. So, in my head, I look at her, and I'm like, yo, it's not a drill. Somebody's in the car right now. I grab my AR, cock that joint. I go to the door, and I yell out the um, my ring camera. has like this little speaker, and I'm like, yo, get out the car or I will shoot, right? Now... And the cops came, right, and, and you know the investigate situation. Now he ran off, right? But if he didn't run off, what would I have done, right? Um, and that's kind of like the the, the ego part yes. I'm talking about. So I've I've been in a similar situation to that, and it was it, it was really it was really funny. So I used to bartend back in the day, okay, and um, I would get home four or five o'clock in the morning, man. and uh, I remember, bro, I, I I got off of work, came home. And I, you know, I stay in a home as well, a house. Uh-huh. And gate, open up the gate, pull in my yard, and I have a big backyard, bro. Like my backyard's huge. Like I'm literally able to turn around in my backyard, and then park back forward. Okay. Park the car, cut the car off, and just you guys know how it is. When you get off of work, mm-hmm. you just tired. Right. Like, I don't even want to get out the car right, right now. Right, 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 right. I'm just like, Ugh. and with just that split second, I hear a scooter coming down the street, and I'm like. So a little, you know, late. Like I'm the oddball coming in late this right. Late. Not yeah, right. Not right, a scooter right. shouldn't be coming out. So I'm just watching how this plays out. But you're on alert. 
I'm 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 wide awake, bro. I just got off of work. I'm wide awake. I got my guns are already in my hand because I'm about to get out of the car. Got you. Go and close the gate and go in the house. Mm-hmm. So just watch, bro. Tell me why this scooter stops right in front of my house. Oh shit! Directly in front of my house, like all of my neighbors have. We all have like big gates. Okay. Big iron gates, but mine was the only one that was open because I just opened it. Mm-hmm. So the guy stops. And then he, he gets off of it. And I'm like, I'm looking at him. I'm like, who in the hell is this? So as I'm being more observant, looking at the situation, my neighbor to the right of me just bought a, a riding lawnmower. So he threw the old one out. Okay. You know, old Cuban dude. Hard of steel. Bro, I'm talking about this lawnmower works with no problem. He just sat it out in the front of the house for somebody to just take it. So the guy walks over to the lawnmower. So I'm like, ah, hear me just being... You know, oh, why was I? I'm ready to to get jump busy, out and right. get busy, and this guy's just getting a lawnmower. So now I'm kind of like, you know, but okay. he gets off and he starts to drag the lawnmower to the neighbor to the right of the house that he's in. So now I'm like, is this my neighbor? Like now I'm like, come on now. Like, <laughs> now it went from okay to down. I'm like, it's, I'm on a roller coaster. Just watch it's a movie. I'm watching it. So the guy goes, and I hear him jiggle the gate. And that neighbor has a chain on the gate. All of us, you know, we lock up at night. Yeah. So I'm like, that was flag number one. Then he starts to come down the sidewalk to my other neighbor where he got the lawnmower at. Uh-huh. Now, the special thing about this neighbor is he doesn't have a walk-in gate. He has a clicker. So if he don't click you in, there is no coming into his gate. Got you. When I heard him grab the bar and shake it, Oh, it's, it's game time. It, it's go time now. Got you. It's go time now. So I was ready. I was ready for him. So how did it play out? I'm going to finish it. So he goes from there because he can't get it. And he walk, He comes right into my yard. Inside. Now he's, in, he's, he's inside your property. He's dragging the lawnmower the whole time. So that's his excuse. Is this man a crackhead? No, that's, that's the... No, that, that's the... Yeah, that is a crackhead. Yeah, crack okay. Be a crack, gotta be okay. I know people. I thought he would use that as an excuse. <laughs> you know how people like, if you get caught, oh, no, I was trying to take lawnmower. I thought he's one of them guys. But he's dragging uh, it into like my yard and it's 4 o'clock in the morning. That's nuts. So me, at this point, I'm like, I've been waiting on it. I've been, <laughs> I've been practicing all year for this shit. <laughs> bro, I, I, I open up the gate. Bro. I mean, I open up the door. And I jump out on him, and I draw down on this guy, bro. Right. And when I draw down on him, I have a firearm similar to what DJ has. And it has a light on it. And I put the light on him. So he's blind. Uh, he can't see nothing but a light. But he knows what's, it was pointing at him. 100%. And, you know, and, I, and I'm talking to him loud, bro. I'm, I'm giving him every, you know, what the fuck are you doing in my yard? Right. Uh, 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 I'm like, you come to cut the grass? <laughs> like, I don't even want to hear that. It's fourth. I wish you would crank that up right now hey, man, man, at 4.30. Man, in the Tony, Tony sent me over here, man. So, and that's what he says. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. I, 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 work, with, I, I work with one of the friends. I said, say, bro, I don't care who you work with. It's 4.30 in the morning. What? And I said, bro, get F out of my yard. Blood, and he ran. Get this money. He didn't run. He was, sh- bro, he was frozen. Damn. He was frozen. <laughs> He's sitting there trying to talk, and I'm like, bro, I don't want to hear shit get the, out of my yard. Right. And now I close my door, and I'm backing him out. And the guy's petrified, bro. Like, you got to understand, like, he is absolutely mm-hmm. petrified. Hands up. Oh, got you. Don't but show him. So, so let me ask you a question, right? <laughs> and this is for all the listeners that are, like, maybe new to the gun culture or just want to know more about, like, what to do in situations. Because some people are, like, you're, you don't come across as, like, a scary guy. 
Right. Right. You, you, you look like you face shit head on. Right. What about the people that are scared? Like, what about the people that's in your position that's scared as fuck just like that guy was? Oh, don't get it hey, wrong. Shit. My adrenaline was hey, pumping. Shit. No, but what I mean is like, is it if they would have had shot right when he entered the yard, are they wrong? They See, say the scary thing. people, the first people to shoot. The but legally, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, they would have been wrong. Okay. Yeah. Even though he's on your, your property, you were not in fear for you. There's no threat. Gotcha. You know what I mean? He was trespassing at that point. Gotcha. You know? But it's not a forcible felony. I mean, I Is have it? signs that say no trespassing okay. in my yard. Okay. So could have I shot him? So you probably could have because yeah. I have signs okay, gotcha. that say no trespassing. It's pitch black. I don't see what he has in his hands. Mm. He had a phone in his hand. Could have been a gun. You know what I mean? But I seen it. When he went like that, he had his phone in there. I seen the reflection from the phone. So I knew it was a phone. Yeah. And, you know, as I'm backing him up, he's still trying to talk. So I'm like, man, this guy thinks it's a game. So I have the I had a TLR that had the light and the laser on it. Uh, so I went from just the light to the laser. To now. the laser. <laughs> so now I got a laser you in your face. And I am intentionally putting it in his yeah, eyes. No, like I am now. like re- like you already couldn't see nothing. Now you're blind. <laughs> right. And he's like, man, he's like, and I'm like, bro, just Get out of my yard before I shoot you. I'm not going to tell you again. Like, at this point, I feel like you're about to do something, and I'm going to shoot you. Right, because now, at this point, it could possibly be a thing now. You don't know if he yeah. could pull a gun out of it. He any- might feel like he's faster or 100%. whatever it is. And I'm, at this point, I'm like, bro. Now you're almost fearing for your life. So um, when I put the laser on him, he backed up to the gate, <laughs> and he had a shirt on his uh, <laughs> He had a shirt on his, on his shoulder. And the gate snagged the shirt off of his shoulder. And he was like rolling, trying to get out of there. Right. Bro, he was scared. <laughs> he was frozen, right? So as he's rolling out, he seen that his shirt was there. And he went to reach for the shirt. I said, ah, that's my shirt now. <laughs> and I say, if you take one step further into my yard, I will shoot you. Because I've given you fair warning at right. this point. And I don't know what you're going to do at this point. I just hear how the conversation. Come, come, here, come on, young blood. <laughs> now, he gave me that shirt and he was gone. He got and it got worse for him. So after he got out of the yard, he was able to move a little bit more freely. He he felt his life wasn't in danger anymore. He goes to get on the the scooter, and my neighbor from down the street must have heard the commotion, and he comes running down the street with a huge gun, bro. I don't know what he got, bro. He has it. Yo, want me to do him? He's Jamaican. So you want me to do him? I'm like, no, man, no. He's good. Let him go. Let him go. So I'm just like, bro, like this guy could have lost his life, like in so many instances that night. Right. And me having the clear head, he actually walked away from the situation, you know. And, and like I said, nobody wants to, to kill anybody. Honestly, People in their right mind and, and, and right, they don't, man. They want to protect themselves and they just want to, you know, make it to the next day. And for people who think it's cool to do that, why don't you should really ask people who have served time and who've done tours in the military because none of them, a lot of them, like my father, military, my mom, military. I'm about to say, I know yo pops is military mm-hmm. and we martial artists and stuff. I, my grandmasters actually, both of them have taken somebody's life. That's it's not it's not things that you want bearing on your conscience, and especially at this state of you know like over property and things like yeah. like material Until things and stuff. Things, yeah, you didn't yeah. took somebody's life. So, and like for me, the main reason why I carry is because people is nut jobs. I'm not <laughs> looking to hurt nobody. I just want to protect myself, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, but but like in my situation, right? I kind of got in my pride and ego. Like, are you really gonna take my car? Like, I'm a hard working. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just gonna get in my shit and try. Yeah, your to take situation that? was a sticky one, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, what the fuck? So, 
Uh, he, he just ran off. Yeah, he he ran off. Is it now? Is it really? Is it? Uh, is it about the car, or is it? If you it's had, pride. No, yeah, it's pride. Is for it, sure. Is it pride? Because if it, you know it's insured, and you know you got bread put up, and you know like shit, I could just get a brand new one, no mm-hmm. miles. No, bro, because you don't. Everybody should. It's, no, it's the disrespect, bro. It's the pride, dude. Fuck that. Why you in my shit? You looking through my shit, Nick? No, I'm just. Huh? Change the scenario. What you mean? He just came in. The baby's in the back seat, and he's in the front seat. What you mean? Oh no, he gotta get. He gotta get. What you Ooh. mean? He gotta I'm get. Saying Ooh. now, instead of him being in the car by himself, you change the scenario. Now Brooklyn's still in the back seat. You just came in. He's in the front seat. Now what he do? Oh well, I oh, mean, man, I'd have been, been on. I'd have been on World Star. I mean, I'd have been. But therapy because my child gonna hear gunshots. <laughs> No, but you know that's the point. That's the that's really the point of educating your kids, though. And then see, and then also goes: Do you do you really open up fire with your child in the back seat? Fuck right. no, yeah. But you get him out the car, and we get gangster. Like that, it's the only thing to really do. It it depends on it depends on your skill level. How? But first of all, the child would never placement. be in a car. No, I, I, just, like you said, I, I already know it's shot placement. Yeah, right. because if you, know, you like, if you got the right angle, if like, and you know where your child is. Like if I can guarantee, but I feel like the child's unpredictable. I, though. I personally wouldn't do it on a multiple uh, uh, reasons. You know what I mean? For one, you could hit the kid. Yes. You know what I mean? And bullet travel, and not just that—the traumatization that the kid's going to go through you're after gonna, you're you blow this guy's therapy. brains out right. all in the car. Like, you're have to pay for therapy. You know, it's like, do I really want to put like this is somebody? I, I'm going to keep it real. But at the risk I ride around with, with earmuffs in my car for me and my child. Wow. And also, it, look. Because like, it's serious. Like, if bro, we stay in Florida. I've seen road rage incidents where people get into gunfights on, on I-95. I've seen fam shoot through the front window. That's yeah, crazy, right? I remember that clip going by. So, God forbid, I do have to return fire on something like that. My son already knows what times it is. Wow. Put these on, on, baby. I didn't even think about that. That's that's dope. So at least, you know, we're going to walk away from this. Like, I'm going to walk away from this situation, and we're going to have our hearing intact. But see, also, (laughs) like, situational situational tactics. Like, if you know that somebody's in the vehicle, and you can actually position yourself in order to... That means can't be a convicted felon. If you if you couldn't carry a gun before, you can't carry it now. Ain't nothing special happened to. All right. So what about like um, when I was getting my my uh, when I first got my license to carry? Um, when I was in college, right? I got pulled up uh, pulled over for smoking weed, right? When I was in college, um, I did like I went in there for a day, whatever. But that came back when I got my gun license to help me up for like six months, right? So. There's not so there's no more process like that. So now it's like, fuck that. I, I'm not a convicted felon, so I'm gonna just start carrying. So now we, there's no process. Legally, you could. You're you're good to go. That's crazy. <laughs> but there's so many rules that they don't tell you behind this man. Like, like what? What's like being around schools and stuff. You you cannot be within a thousand feet of a school constitutional carry. But that was always no. No, I mean if you have a a, a farm. Concealed, concealed. You know, you leave oh, it in the car. so there's different rules to like a concealed and a constitutional you can't carry. Get pulled over in front of a school. Say you're speeding in a school zone, and they pull you over, and you got that firearm. You're a thousand feet from the school, and you don't have your license. You going to jail? What? Oh, and that's with the constitutional carry. Yeah, did not know that. Also, if you but have you the constitutional be carry, able to fight it, though. you ha- yeah, you'll be able to fight it. But mm. at that moment, you're going to jail. It's yeah. up to the cops' discretion. Wow. 
That's good to know. That I, I really need. That's dope. Do you got the skin to win? What's what's one of the other what's one of the other rules we don't know about? Um, I just had it at the top of my head what I was thinking about. All right, so um, if you don't, if you constitutional carry, like, oh, I don't need no gun license. Yeah, it's constitutional carry. You must have an ID on you. Mandatory. Yeah. And if you got an ID, I mean, if you have a firearm on you, the cops don't need a reason to to pull your ID. You got to show them that ID. Because mm. if you have a, if you're constitutional carry, that means you're carrying a firearm. They have to be able to identify who's carrying that firearm. That has to be you. And for all you little goofballs who think that you can just run around here and do whatever you want with these um, little funny IDs and stuff. If you are, because I deal with it different. When you say funny ID, what's that mean? Okay, so it's, they're not, not, I couldn't even necessarily say they're fake. There are people who um, participate in certain jurisdictions. So, you know, Florida has the constitutional carry. That's for the. This ad is brought to you by Capital Gains. Peace, everyone. It is the Prince of Hemp, DJ Bay, and I am here to give you good news. We have finally launched our mastermind. Go to DJBayMastermind.com and you can see all of our exclusive content from podcasts with Karis, One, Hakeem Green, and we have ebooks, education material, documents, anything that you need in order to increase your wealth in order so you know how you better scale your business model. Make sure you join today. Peace. Florida Constitution. And then there is the United States Constitution from the District of Columbia, that 10 mile square radius. So the federal constitution say that we can carry, right? And then the Florida Constitution say that we can carry. So it's some people who will only resonate with the federal jurisdiction, and it's some people who call themselves state nationals or state citizens. So they only um, fall underneath the rules of like a state of Florida or a state of Michigan, something like that. Mm-hmm. Then there's people who be like, F all of that. I don't care about none of these people's rules, and I'm going to do my own thing. But you can't be one of those people trying to claim the benefits of a constitutional carry if you're outside that jurisdiction. So you literally have to, if like how you said, you have to have an ID that says that you are either a Florida ID or you have to have something from one of those other connecting states. You cannot be, um, the best way I can say it is a so-called sovereign citizen and walk around with a different ID and think that you can claim the benefit of a constitutional carry. Oh yeah, this is Jim Crow, bro. Yeah, bro, they're going to cook your ass. All day long. Like, if you're going to carry, you got to have an ID on you. And so, that's why I tell you it's best just to have your ID. So, look, what's your opinion on um, what I see the other day? Uh, it's like uh, license to carry insurance. You, you ever heard of it? Mm-hmm. Do you, you suggest that? What do you think about so that? So, I'm with the NRA. I'm an NRA instructor. I've been okay. an instructor for like seven years now. And okay. I'm certified for pistol and rifle. And most people. But I'm saying you have insurance, though. When you become an NRA member, it comes with insurance. Does it? Yeah. And people, a lot of people just don't know that it comes with. I didn't know that. So it comes with insurance, like the what was the commercial we saw? It was like USCC, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? And it's it's pretty much the same. So say, all right, uh, you go the you go out and somebody breaks in your car and they steal your gun. Right. The NRA will replace up to like I think, don't quote me, but I want to say. Up to nine thousand dollars. How do we? How do we? How do you sign up for that? Like what? Go onto the NRA website and just sign up. And then sign up. Yeah, sign. And up. it comes with insurance, so I don't. I don't have to do the other thing. Once you're a member, that comes. That's that's a part of your membership, Look which I that. believe is is worth it right there, man. What else comes with the membership? I, I've never heard of that. That's super dope. Wait, I wait, wait. I'm about to say if y'all, you can't keep giving them all this free game, make sure y'all click the link and go to his class and stuff. Yeah, man. I, I have a lot of information <laughs> on my. Page. Yo, let, let, let's get to your classes. Like, let's talk about it because I, you know, I, I haven't been shooting forever, but I, I've been shooting for some years, right? And I can always use more practice and. 
I want to be put in like dope situations where I just want to be trained differently, not just with a range, right? Yeah, I offer a plethora of uh, different courses, man. Um, so talk about them. Talk about some of your, your basic, courses. My basic course, which you know, what you need in order to get your 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 concealed carry, uh-huh. is a basic pistols class. Okay, and it's basically safety. It's going over the do's and don'ts and the fundamentals, and I go over five different fundamentals. I go over a lot more than five fundamentals, but there's five that I focus on, and then you know. I, any questions that a person has, I usually try to answer all of them. And Give us two of your fundamentals right now. Well, I gave them to you earlier. I gave you the trigger control. Okay. And the side alignment and okay. the side picture. Okay. So those right there. So knowing I, how to operate your gun properly. Correct. Like, it makes a big difference, man. Just like, you know, so I'll show everybody because I see it all the time and I absolutely hate it. It's one of my pet peeves. <laughs> all right. Say the gun's clear. <clears throat> Hold Everybody, every every movie we've seen, ain't that how they show you to shoot? Yep. Yes. Yep. Right? Stick the whole finger in there and it. Ah, yeah. When you do that, you're literally Holding messing it. up everything wrong. Because when you do that, you're rocking the firearm. Mm. It's rocking in your hand. And if you don't put enough finger on there and you just barely got your finger on there, you're going to push on the gun. And think about it. It comes back to angles. You know what I mean? And that's why they tell you it's all about angles. And if you're off this much here, when you get five, ten feet down, now it's that much. Wow. You get what I'm saying? So that's how you miss those shots. Because you're not set up for, you're set up for failure from the jump. Gotcha. So once you know how to line up those sights. I can't hear you for some reason. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 sir. You're not in the building. I'm about to say, fam, never put that mic on, bro. Can you hear me now? Nope. That's crazy. All right, keep talking. So we bring out the guns, and our production guys over here, like, what? I was like, I need to be silent. No, but I mean, like, those little things. Hold on, he got his mic's cut off now. Hold on. Keep on. Oh, you can't hear me either. No. No, he's got cut off. I don't hear Tanny. No, you hear him outside of the no, mic. No, I hear Tanny. No, I Do you don't. hear me? No. No, bro. Mic check. Okay. You tripping. I got one. Stop smoking weed before the I, fuck I weed. Am, <laughs> yo, that's I'm that weed. I'm so high right now. <laughs> check, check. I'm over here. I'm I, like, I, yo, I can't yeah. this. I, I said I'm not check, smoking check, before check, this check. episode. There's too many guns around. I need to be sober. You know how often I go shooting high? Bro. You're like you're inside of your body's like a plant, I believe. It's cool, bro. I respect it. Hey, listen, we all different. I just told somebody I'm like, I don't know anything I don't do high. Makes <laughs> <laughs> sound like the guy for half bait. <laughs> My mic is off, but, but if you, you ever seen the stars? You ever seen the stars high? <laughs> <laughs> But like if you know me, like I I, I keep my shit in you, order and I'm super right. Yeah, yeah I can hear you now, bro. They never know I'm fried the way I be fried, bro. Unless I tell them. That's so funny. Yeah, but I know you fried with little shit like that. Like yeah, I hear you, bro. No, we don't, bro. What you talking about? But look, bro, see, I got this one off. Yeah, because like, you forgot it was I off. I hear him. I hear him. <laughs> Y'all don't hear him. <laughs> shit, I'm not tripping. <laughs> you hear him with your real ears. Oh <laughs> right. shit, we back on or what we doing? No, keep going, keep going. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh I hear something. Going. We all. Uh, there, there we go. go. Yay! My back. Oh, Tanny has entered the building. Voice. That's crazy. <laughs> um, crazy question. How do you stop or at least slow down school shootings? Well, so 
the one good thing about this constitutional carry, which me and him tell you, like DeSantis, he hits and then he misses. He hits and he misses. He hits and he misses. They just did $60 million bill to put extra school security in all our schools. Arm security. Arm security. That's dope. Like response team. Can we get some claps for that? Yeah, like, that's like, yeah, man. That was, that was, that was yeah, that's, that's I, I, I love that. That's like, big, I, I stand behind that all the time, man. Actually, Cause there's so many veterans. There's so many people out of work right. that would love to protect kids, man. I mean, like I know dads that would just stand in front of their school. Right. Ready. I wish you would. Right. You know, I've been to school in multiple states and I've um, I have to pick up some of my children for the dojo out here. And like I'll be going to all these different schools out here, every school, like elementary, middle school, armed security standing outside. And I ain't never I'm from Detroit. I ain't never seen it like that. We may have a police slide through whenever it's about to be a fight. But I'm like, oh, they got it. But look, bro, here. just to, just this year alone, like uh, how many gun threats have we got from from Brooklyn school like this year alone? Like gun threats, like Black literally, it's almost graders. like I think when the f- school first started, every other week was a gun threat. You know, what's so crazy. New what? York has the strictest gun laws. You can't have one, right? You just can't have one. Yeah, just so like Cali. It's, but, but no, Cali, you can't. No, New York. It's just New York really hard to get. That like a year or so, a year or two ago, right? Then they, so, I think they just changed it. But right? New York, since growing up, New York is the only place that I knew that they had metal detectors at school. They they had them in Detroit too. And they had them at my but school. metal detectors never really stopped anything like that. I mean, there's ways to get shit in. You know what I mean? Like, but I get what you're saying though. Mm-hmm. But my only thing is, like you said, with the school shootings, like yeah, like how do you just more security, more security, more security? That's that's first and foremost. It's how they set it up. You know, like let's think about it. If you had three guys with AR-15s at the front of you're not bringing school, your little gun. You're not coming. You're not in coming there. in there and, unless you got a death wish. You're not I'm coming. Let's say if anything, we. This is going to further protect the children on the inside. Right. But we are susceptible to outside drive-bys. But that's better than, you know, children being trapped in a location, being gunned down and stuff. Well, I mean, I think that's just anywhere in general, like drive-bys and that whole yeah. thing. But but like you said, if, if the, I think parents can, be, can feel a lot safer if they're armed security at school. Because I don't think kids are going into a school with armed security, like, ready to just have it. I think they have the luxury of thinking, like... Oh shit! There's no security here. I'm about to do my thing. Everyone that they've done, it's been a free for all. They had no resistance. Can we can we get an applause for the last us? The 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 school shooting that happened with the the police. How they handled that shit when they went in there, guns blazing, like putting their life on the line. Like that shit was because we remember what happened with the tragic story, right? Where they took forever to go in, right? Like these boys were off the street, ready to go. What? Ready? Really want to applaud them for that? That was crazy. Big up to them boys. I'm feeling real Joe Roganish right now because like when we. When we look back at certain aspects of um, the way, a uh, b- perfect example, Wag the Dog, the movie with Robert De Niro. In this movie, there was a situation where the president had got a sexual assault case put on him, and it's like 11 days before the election. So in order to cover this up, Robert De Niro is like a fixer. He comes in and he orchestrates a war, a whole war with a whole nother country, 11 days before the election, right? So then... Also, I'm a military child, grew up on base, got military parents. We also know that the government will create certain psyops and situations in order to orchestrate certain things throughout, it ripple effects throughout the United States in order to implement other laws. So we've seen like the Sandy Hook shooting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was documented that 
some things may have not been complete. And then also people got in trouble for saying stuff about that shooting. I might say they sued my man's. He had to pay a couple million for that. So wait, are you are you saying that they were actors? I, I'm I'm watching what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the fuck I'm saying. No, I I have I have heard like you know today. So if we want to get into the whole conspiracy shit, like I have heard things. Yeah. But I don't know how like I don't want to speak on is it true or not true. I just have heard but those the spirit, the, those the things could be the catalyst in order to start all of these other mass shootings. You understand what I'm saying? Because how, when shit is heavily televised, it sparks these thoughts in people's minds and also levels of condition. And then, so basically, saying fear they control with fear. Fear they control with MK Ultra. It's a whole bunch of stuff with bad food. It's a, it's a television media. It's a yeah. lot of different things that will trigger. I, I try not to watch the news stuff, bro. as much as yeah. The news is full of like, shit. It depresses me. Like yeah. there's nothing positive on right. the news anymore. Like if you start your day with the news, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you want to start your day off with a bad day? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch the news, yeah, bro. Like, your whole day is just you're like, oh man. Like it, just, it feels so gloomy watching the news. One hundred percent. It's nothing good. They instantly come in with bad news, and like that's like literally perfect. It's a bad way in order to start your day off. Like somebody telling you BS. Like I. Most days, I don't let people talk to me before nine o'clock, just because like I'm like I need to get centered in myself before somebody start handing me bullshit over a phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm like I don't want that to be you know like how I I won't want to carry that energy throughout my day, so I at least get set. And that's I I watch Bloomberg, I will watch Money News <laughs> before I watch what's going on like physically out in the world with the foolishness that they like to put on Fox. But I think that's a good point though. Like how you start something, right? How you start your day and just how you just take a breath. Even when you carry, like if you're ever in a situation, right? Where it's a developing situation, not just like hit you right on. You got to take a breath. You got to breathe and really analyze and, and try it's to. it's funny because like my grandfather, he still reads the paper. And okay. I used to ask him, I'm like, yo, like we're the only house on the block that still gets a newspaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I mean? And I'm like, I didn't know they had still newspapers. Yeah, bro. They and I'm like, every morning I, you know, I go up because he's he's 93 years old. So I wake oh, up, wow. I grab him paper, put it on the on the table, and you know that's his that's our routine, right? And I ask him, I'm like, why are you still read you know the name? Mm. And he told me that he was like, I get to choose what I want to read. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like if I don't if I read that caption, I don't want to read it. Skip it to the next thing. Gotcha. Yeah. When you watch the news, they're just force feeding you everything. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. the same way. That's dope. That's why I actually shout I out like, to my grandfather. Man. Yeah, shout out to him. 94. That's all great. It, all that, all that, <laughs> I'm the same way. I do not like suggestive programming. I don't like television. I'm going to watch what I want to watch. I hate commercials, fam. I don't do it. And even like when I go shopping, I understand. You do like commercials, just the commercials that we like. No, I, I like I like the ones that I'm in. <laughs> 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 He's biased for the commercial. <laughs> I say I don't watch the goddamn Super Bowl for commercials, bro. <laughs> but you know what? Though I do like commercials only because like I feel. I feel like we can learn a lot from commercials, right? That's because, because your ass is in the film. Well, I'm in the marketing too, so it's kind of like it's kind of cool to see what people are digesting and and how they react to what they see. So, in in the manner in which you're saying, for the scientist as the seller, I rock with commercials, not as a viewer. I don't. I got like, you. I don't like because that's basic economics. We talking about supply and demand. They're going to put in your face what you have access to. I use this analogy all the time. People wash dishes. You know, most of us use Dawn, right? And then they got the um, the little sun joint from Dollar Tree. 
And only time most of us is buying to someone when we don't got access to the dime. Because that's the only thing that's on the show. All right, but what about a something that you need and they just make your life easier? Like, like I was looking for a new... Um, you think you need it. You no, even no, 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 no. Right, so until they made it and put it on the shelf. <laughs> look, I needed a new beam. I needed a beam for my 43X. You right? know. You so it just beam. magically popped it up. It came with sights, bro. No, look. It magically, it magically popped up. Oh, shit. I needed a beam. That's great. Like... <laughs> I didn't have to look for it. They gave it right here. Yo, the ass be catching his ass every time, bro. Like, bro, oh I, I go to my brother's house, right? Yeah. And he's super into uh, the saltwater aquariums and whatnot. Okay. And the second I leave his house and I pull up my Instagram. Saltwater aquariums. Saltwater aquariums. <laughs> coral reef. That's all. Because your phones pick up on it. They hear it. And they instantly. Th- and guess, you know what I want now? Saltwater Aquarium. Oh, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Because when they put these things into the media, you'd be like, damn, could I shoot up the Because you never have to thought before, because until you've seen it happen. You understand the dangers of media? Yeah, man. People know exactly what they're doing. Well, that, I mean, I think that's what we not, have. Not just the media, AI. Oh, yeah, we can get AI is a whole different debacle. I, you know what I mean? We can go crazy. AI. Like yeah. everybody speaks of of the good things of AI, but right. they never talk about the whole bad thing. And, and while I'm on the the whole gun thing, I'm gonna give you the reasons why I don't like the whole gun things with AI. Okay. So yeah, how does guns tie into AI? I need you. So Pete, so robot, we do in this podcast, right? right? Somebody records all of our voices, and now they say, "Oh, we're gonna go shoot up the school with our voices uh. with AI." That's why Drake and them were getting mad. Not because of them wow. stealing that. That's why. Because they can get them to say anything now. Now you can put in a whole debacle mm. over something you never I've heard said. that. You heard about the scammers that's been hitting the parents with the voice of the children? Yep. I was like, yo, you heard gr- of that? Bro, my grandmother. My grandmother. She, she, I'm sitting there. I'm looking at it. And like I say, she's 90. They're, they're old. They're up yeah. there. And she's like, I, I think your sister's on the phone. I'm like, my sister don't call the house phone. For one. Oh. We still have a house phone. Okay. We've had a house phone forever. So I'm like, she's gonna call you on your cell phone. That's that's not Trisha. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, go go call her on her cell phone. Right. She calls her and instantly that's how you do it. But they get over on the old people on the sea now. Uh, you know what I mean? And they're easy and she was ready, bro. She was ready. I seen her going, she's looking for her purse. I'm like, what are you doing? Wow. And she's like, uh, she's in trouble. I'm like, that's that's not my sister. Damn. So AI yeah. is getting to that. Point. And, and and then you know, it's not credit, AI, it's credit not on AI. my grandmother. She's partially deaf. Okay. So she's just hearing this over the phone, and it sounds like it. She doesn't know, and they're they're crying. She, she doesn't know, know anything about AI. She's not no. She has no all, idea about AI. If you get called under distress with your loved one's voice, you're your not, grandbaby. On nobody's the phone. thinking. Wait a minute. Let me check for AI. Look, like, bro, that's like I just saying, got an like accident. Grandma, help me. Da, 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 da. You're not even looking at the number. Nothing. You don't care, bro. But that's you like saying care. all these guns on the table is bad. No, terrible people are picking shit up, shooting people. Is like terrible people are getting their hands on technology, doing terrible things. Right. It's just f boys in every mm-hmm. facet of life. That's I mean, I think that's why people in the media, like people like ourselves, need to just be informing more and more people. So we, once we're informed, you know, we can make better decisions. Most definitely. I, I'm just. I, I grew up watching iRobot and all that, yeah, man. So no I'm bullshit, still right? always like, bro. My favorite movie is Terminator. Oh yeah. That's you know what I mean? Like yeah. I could watch that movie. I'm Terminator Two. Right. <laughs> I could watch that movie a thousand times and never get bored of it, bro. And and it's just like man, what if? So so look, let, let's get back to your courses, right? Cuz like why why should I hire Miami Gun Doctor? 
Well, if you go to my page, Miami mm-hmm. Gun Doctor on Instagram, Miami Gun Doctor 305, I give you five reasons of why. I mean, like five legitimate reasons why you should get your license. Oh, and he also take you out in the field and do like real life training. Like that's what I'm trying to get him to get to. Get me to the cool shit. Yeah, like he was like running in the dirt. Like you gotta, you gotta walk. You know what I'm saying? You gotta crawl before you walk. All right, but I crawled. I'm ready to run. Like you know what I mean? Like sign me up. I hope you are. No, no, I'm talking shit. No, I'll be in the basic class. What are you doing again? You gonna be out there like on pooty time, y'all? You know it's hot out here. No, but so yeah, talking about your different experiences through with your classes. Like you have real life. I didn't know that. You have real live trainings. Like, talk to me about that. Yeah. So, like I said, the basic training, you know, in order for you to get your license is a basic pistol, pistol right. course. But you now go I got my license and I'm ready. To, okay. And next you, level. And you want to take it up. You yep. know what I mean? You're like, hey, Chris, I want to be able to move on the go with that. So, um, me and a couple of my buddies who are instructors, uh, we, we go out to the glades. You know what I mean? And we train, bro. We train. We, uh, we have still targets. We go out there. Um, and what I do for people is like, I actually work you out a little bit because anybody can stand still and shoot. Right. It's when you're huffing and puffing, I'm training you to control your breath, control your body movement. Cause it, it, it's a lot, you know? Mm. And if you go to my page, you see me, man, I'm on it and, you know, and, and I don't make every shot. That's not realistic. Yeah. I'm huffing and I'm running a hundred yards. And out of those hundreds, I hit, I shoot four or five times. I'm hitting three out of them. Wow. And to me, that's a successful, right? You know, if you're able to gather yourself and and be able to deliver on target, you only need one. Can you right. explain to them like why it's so important for them to be able to like even go through that level of training and gather themselves? Because that's completely different from standing still shooting at a range versus. It, well, right now with the Constitution Care, everybody's going to have a firearm. So what is going to be is the trained versus the untrained, and just mm-hmm. like you said, the muscle memory. You know, if you're not used to running with your firearm, you go to first, you go to take a step and you don't shot yourself because you're not used because you don't know your hand placement. You don't know how to throw it on safety. You don't know how to move. You don't know. And that's why I tell people all the time. I, I would never shoot just standing up. I'm a big guy. You're a big guy. Right. I tell big guys all the time, shoot from cover. Mm. Why shoot? If, if, if it's there, use it. A tree, a car, anything. Get behind it. Nobody's ever ta- ta- uh, told me that before. That I like that. That's great advice. Yeah, man. And another so thing, you're a big ass target. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no bullshit. But I'm, I'm saying though, you, you don't think of yourself as a big ass target when yeah. you're a big ass target, right? No, like, not honestly, I've never thought about it that way either. And then it also, it that's also a great point of like having different trainers and teachers because like, bro, it's like y'all, y'all both bigger than me. So as it pertains to targets, y'all are bigger targets. One hundred percent. It's easier to hit. One hundred percent. Yeah, like I could just turn sideways. <laughs> nah, but but you know what's cool though when you when you talk to somebody that really knows what they're talking about, and I like the way you say like, yo, I'm not gonna hit all the time, right? But I'm gonna hit like you know two out of three, three out of you know whatever, two out of five, three out of five, whatever it was. But I do like the transparency because most people that consider themselves like gurus, right? Everybody's capping. Everybody's I'm hit five out of five, or you, you know what I'm saying, or or like I'm I'm, I'm standing in front of Rolls Royce. Oh, in the in the range with AC, I'm impressive as shit. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, like I'm a pretty good shot, but it's not realistic to me. Like that's target shooting, right? I can train any, and that's what I tell people. Do you want to be a target shooter? Right. I can have you hitting bullseye all because real life still. is not target shooting. It ain't. Oh no, it's moving. Right. And it's shooting back at you. One hundred percent. It's you or him. Like yeah. It's fight or flight, bro. Right. And, and you know, it, real life is Mr. and Mrs. Smith in all jokes aside. Like you really, That was a great scene, by the way. Yeah, I'm out of sight, because that's if most times the 
I'm from Detroit. The whole time I'm like, who's gonna clean this shit up? <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Cause I'm like, ain't neither one of y'all gonna shoot each other. Well, who's gonna clean all this shit up? Cause I ain't cleaning it up. Bro, and then you already know you go through them type of rounds, boy. I'm like, oh my God. All right, man. And you just think about like those type of situations when you have that type of action, even like takers, those action scenes. There are people aren't just like pew pew. Pew, pew. Like, no, this motherfucker sliding across the floor, hiding across furniture, because why would you, like, and then the way I was trained and conditioned, like, if you shoot, you also give away your position. So Anybody who thinks to- that their target doesn't move has never played a round of Call of Duty. Bing Yo, bong, bing real. bong. <laughs> They're moving like that. For People real. are moving. They I'm not going to lie. You know who I am in Call of Duty? I'm the guy that's laying on the floor in the most random place waiting for motherfuckers. You camper. I'm a I'm a camper, bro. I always had this vision, like when you come in my you house. Know what that is That's what smart. I like in it. real life. You, you would be a saying, camper. Babe? I told you, somebody cut everybody. Somebody, I'm I'm on the floor where you least expect me. And Bang, I'm just next scoping, right? Exactly. Move to the next side of the room. One hundred percent. This is real life situation we talking about. You know, in Call of Duty, it's kind of cheap, but right. No, but, 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 life, uh, that's what I'm gonna say. Like, we're gonna, if we're gonna use games, the most realistic game would have to be. Um, shout out to Tom Clancy, you know, like the Rainbow Six, because they actually hug the wall. They will swing the strap around the wall like this. Like mm-hmm. that's probably some of the most realistic movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah as it pertains yeah. to shooting games. For sure. and, and when you talk about positioning, like we just talked about, what, what was that? Um, he was on Wild and Out. Uh, I forgot his name, the rapper. Um, when his, about Hitman. Yeah, when his girl got now. Yeah, that was crazy. It's, it's fucked up. They, they broke into her house. Yeah, and it's like I was thinking in my head, like, man, I wonder. Like, you know, what we have to what we have to be taught in order to, like, put ourselves in, like, better positions, maybe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just as gun owners or having guns in the house. People need to have trainers. And I know, bro, he talked. we talked about this. People need to have trainers actually come to their home. That way that they know how to defend themselves within the home. Um, because That's like, a course I offer as well. In the home training. Yes. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And remember, I, remember I had told you about, um, I don't know if y'all are familiar, but it is, like, it's this one. I ain't gonna give them no shout out. They ain't giving me no endorsement right now. You, if you want sponsorships, you can click the link right here. Always. <laughs> I'm like, but if you want, if you want sponsorship, click. This <laughs> but this particular gun range, um, they actually have a digital setup, and then they literally they um, they come and take pictures of your crib, screen everything up, and then they put it up onto all of these different projector walls, and then you're walking oh, around crazy. the furniture and everything, dry mm-hmm. fire, boom, 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 boom. But you also gain a muscle memory of moving around your furniture. You know how to work. It's a, that's actually one of the number one. It's actually, um, it's like a gun club, like a golf club. It's like a gun club. Man. Yeah. Um, if y'all know what I'm talking about, it's in um, Baltimore area, but military, a lot of military personnel go there. Yeah. It's OD. That's no, crazy. that's fire. That's crazy. But nobody's going to give you like really walking over your stuff in your home. You know right. I mean? No, no, no. Like, you right. need that in the home. Tra- Just like a fire drill. It's the same thing as a fire drill. Babies. Yeah, Damn, dinosaur right here. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, for real. You can't put that on the visual screen. Like, I literally just got done sweeping up blocks. I stepped on a goddamn triangle this morning. Like, home alone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So what's up with the, what's the current situation with these braces? Like, you know what I mean? Like you can't have a brace so, now. Man, I watched a video on it right before I came over here just so I could be fresh on it. And, you know, at, so at, first explain the situation for the people because they, they may not know what's going on. So the ATF has implemented a rule that if you have a AR pistol that is shorter than 16 inches, they want you to register it if you have a brace on it. Mm. A brace is 
uh, and it's the arm brace. It's not right. a folding stock. It's not a fixed stock. It's the brace, the SB tactical brace. That's the one that right. everybody's put on there. I'm about to say that's the standard locking one. That's the standard one. Yeah, I'm like, you know that, what I mean? Like, that's they the they they agreed to it a couple years ago, and now they're like, you know, we changed our mind. So now millions of Americans. <laughs> is it because of that Las Vegas uh, shooting? Because he used uh, the AR. To me, it, it, there is no reason. Like how we was talking about earlier, why would you make something less accurate? Right. You know, you're asking for more casualties. You're asking for people to to just shoot more wildly. You know, you're gonna have more collateral damage. To me, it's just. I don't understand. You know what I've never heard? I've never heard, like, you know, one of the solutions being, like, uh, education, right? Like, learning more about guns and learning more about shooting. You know what I mean? These people have, and I grew up on base. I I love, I'm also an American Indian. I love this country. But when we look at places like China, these children are going to school and then they're learning martial arts throughout the day. They're learning how to break apart firearms, put them back together, and also shoot them. Yeah. So, and when we talk about a comparison, to I would not want to put my child up against a, a Chinese child. Hell no. Mm. Or a well, Russian child. I, I, I'm not saying. Why do you, why do you say that? I got a little banger. Hey, I'm not saying. My son. Not the video that they were doing, <laughs> they were breaking down guns. Like, oh, no, it's serious, bro. Like, I seen a little girl break a gun down as fast as I can. I was like, <laughs> damn. I was like, like, you ten, know, like you 10 year like old. American kids are getting softer. They're super soft. Everyone else. This is the soft. Uh, you are so look yeah so so I Michelin think man. I think nowadays I think everybody's paying attention to like everything everybody says taking it so literal so offensive where you can't even have stand up comedy anymore you know what I mean like every time I see a new stand up everybody's so political besides like you know our legends like Dave Chappelle yeah you got to be super mainstream yeah everybody everything radio uh, um stand up comedy even yeah, movies like everything offends somebody who's attached yo, it's to really that are some oh. type of identity crisis respectfully and and it comes back to mental health issues like i said identity yeah. crisis <laughs> no seriously there was a little it was a little boy who who got sent home because he had a t-shirt on that says there are only two genders and they sent him home they made they called his dad and his dad is like yeah i'll come pick him up feelings. that's crazy and he said man it wasn't the kids at the school that were having a problem with it it was the teacher the seniority yeah, uh, I got in trouble for wearing a South Park shirt when I was a child. That said, "You will respect my authority." They made me tell that like, you got to flip that inside. Out. I'm like, no. I, I got sent home. I wore a Bob Marley shirt to uh, to Disney World. They made me take it off. Seriously? Yeah, bro. Oh, he had a big spliff in his mouth with the you know you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, the, half the famous lion, one. Yup, half lion, the half Bob. I already know. And bro, I mean, they gave me a nice Mickey Mouse shirt, but I was just like, <laughs> I'm this shit. Like, I can't. Like, I intentionally haven't wore this shirt f- just for today. Right, right. And you know what I mean. So it's like. Uh, what, did I really hurt anybody? I'm about to say, in a country that's supposed to be so high-strung on freedom, it really don't seem too free when we have to go through all these rules and regulations. So, uh, so if we're getting like, so are we getting softer? Is like, is that what like, you, are we? It's what the fuck is being the soft? And, and I'm not talking about my family. I grew up, I got Marines, <laughs> but some of these grown men I come across in today's society. I just be like, I'm so thankful I got a dad. Goddamn. <laughs> no, but like, like I feel like you know when I was a kid, like would you consider like abuse now? Like I used to get beat everywhere. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but nowadays, man. I feel like you can't even... We we doing... Let's go at statistics. My mama smacked my ass. We're like, oh, you know, your mom be like, don't walk away from me. My ass walked away from her in Fairlane Mall in Detroit, Michigan. Smacked. So, you, so basically, you, you fucked around and then you found out. You found out, right? Yeah, quick. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I say, I'm like... You didn't get a chance to figure it out. I'm like, I can't hold you. Me and my... We be, we be, um, we be working on gentle parenting. But like, I get fed up every night and bring your little ass. Like, I be snatching Prince up. <laughs> But I, I come from that, and you know, um, well, spare the rod, spoil the child. You don't have to be abusive, but there does need to be a level of discipline. You have to be firm. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm really too strong. I do too much martial arts to be hauling off, hitting my child. But I make sure that he understands when he's wrong. And, and I feel like nowadays a lot of people are like, they want to be friends with their kids versus being a parent. No. Nope. Yeah. See, my mama see. said, I ain't your fucking friend. I have a little brother and a little <laughs> sister. Uh, my brother's eleven and my sister's five. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you these kids adore me. It's because I demand that level of respect. My dad's older. I get it, you know. And I'm like, bro, how do you... Like, they stayed home from school the other day. They were sick. Yeah. And my brother came in. The first thing he did was run to the video game and jump on the video game. I said, bro, there's no school today? And he goes, oh, I stayed home because I don't feel well. I said, if you don't feel well, go lay down. Right. (laughs) I was like, bro, I'm sorry. I'm like, there's no video games if you don't feel good. Cause, right. And I break it down for them. I'm not the type to just, I'm like, because if I sit here okay. and let you play this game, you're going to think that that's okay. And every time you get a stomachache, you want to come home. No, I want to make your day miserable. You know, mm. like you're not playing games. You're gonna, you want to do something for entertainment? Go read a book. The same thing you would have been doing in school. He's like, so I can't well, play the game all day? Like you can play it the same time that you would have got out of school. Right. That's you get what I mean? So now your stomach jail. don't hurt as much. Yeah, the stomach don't hurt at all now. <laughs> right. He's like, oh. Because they already know what's going to happen when they, when they got to book it. Mm-hmm. You think so in 2023 they don't carry guns? A lot of them don't, I don't think. No. A lot of them I don't think that a lot of them don't carry Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. Because it's a right. added charge when they get caught. Got you. That too. Ah, uh, like guys who were still in cars, they still cars. Got that's, you. That's their image. So I th- a new thing going around, right? Is like, well, at least like in the good neighborhoods, right? Guys are coming up from wherever they're from, coming into there but and checking cars. Oh, but also don't get caught slipping and think because somebody in your whip thing got a blicky. <laughs> Make sure <laughs> you still. No, be prepared right? at all times yeah, for sure. Because everybody carries, and now, like I said, maybe this might be the time to roll into the whole constitutional carry thing. Like, right. Yeah. Everybody's about to carry a firearm. Yeah, so what's going on that with that? So everybody's about to carry in Florida so now. July first, you will no longer need a permit to. So carry I can throw my permit in the trash. It's, it's done. Said, trash. Would it if I was you? No, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, so it, anybody can just carry now. Yeah. If you got to be 21 and legally being able to possess and carry a firearm, that means you can't be a convicted felon. If you if you couldn't carry a gun before, you can't carry it now. Ain't nothing special happened to. All right. So what about like um, when I was getting my my uh, when I first got my license to carry? Um, when I was in college, right, I got pulled up uh, pulled over for smoking weed. Right, when I was in college, um, I did like I went in there for a day, whatever. But that came back when I got my gun license to help me up for like six months right so there's not so there's no more process like that so now it's like fuck that i'm not a convicted felon so i'm gonna just start carrying so now there's no process legally you could you're you're good to go that's crazy (laughs) but there's so many rules that they don't tell you behind this man like Like what like being around schools and stuff you you cannot be within a thousand feet of a school constitutional carry but that was always no no, I mean, if you have a, a, a farm, 
Concealed. Concealed. You know, you leave oh, in a car. so there's different rules to like, a concealed and a constitutional you can't carry. Get pulled over in front of a school. Say you're speeding in a school zone and they pull you over and you got that firearm. You're a thousand feet from the school and you don't have your license. You're going to jail. What? Uh, and that's with the constitutional carry. Yeah. Did not know that. Also, if you but had you, the constitutional you'll, you'll carry, be able to fight it, you ha- yeah, you'll be able to fight it. But at that moment, you're going to jail. It's yeah. up to the cops' discretion. Wow. That's good to know. That I, I really need. To, that's dope. Do you got the skin to win? What's, what's one of the other? What's one of the other rules we don't know about? Um, I just had it at the top of my head what I was thinking about. All right, so um, if you don't, if you constitutional carry, like, oh, I don't need no gun license. Yeah, it's constitutional carry. You must have an ID on you. Mandatory. Yeah, and if you got an ID, I mean, if you have a firearm on you, the cops don't need a reason to to pull your ID. You got to show them that ID. Because if you have a, if your constitution carry, it means you're carrying a firearm. They have to be able to identify who's carrying that firearm. That has to be you. And for all you little goofballs who think that you can just run around here and do whatever you want with these um, little funny IDs and stuff, if you are, because I deal with it different. When you say funny ID, what's that mean? Okay, so it's they're not not. I couldn't even necessarily say they're fake. There are people who um, participate in certain jurisdictions. So you know, Florida has the constitutional carry. That's for the Florida Constitution. And then there is the United States Constitution from the District of Columbia, that 10 mile square radius. So the federal constitution say that we can carry, right? And then the Florida Constitution say that we can carry. So it's some people who will only resonate with the federal jurisdiction, and it's some people who call themselves state nationals or state citizens. So they only um, fall underneath the rules of like a state of Florida or a state of Michigan, something like that. Mm-hmm. Then there's people who be like, F all of that. I don't care about none of these people's rules, and I'm going to do my own thing. But you can't be one of those people trying to claim the benefits of a constitutional carry if you're outside that jurisdiction. So you literally have to, if like how you said, you have to have an ID that says that you are either a Florida ID or you have to have something from one of those other connecting states. You cannot be, um, the best way I could say it is a so-called sovereign citizen and walk around with a different ID and think that you can claim the benefit of a constitutional carry. Oh yeah, this is Jim Crow, bro. Yeah, bro, they're gonna cook your ass all day long. Like, if you're gonna carry, you gotta have an ID on you, and so, that's why I tell you it's best just to have your. Life. So, look, what's your opinion on um what I see the other day? Uh, it's like a uh, license to carry insurance. You, you ever heard of it? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you suggest that? What do you think about so that? So, I'm with the NRA. I'm an NRA instructor. I've been okay. an instructor for like seven years now, and okay. I'm certified for pistol and rifle. And most people. But I'm saying you have insurance, though. When you become an NRA member, it comes with insurance. Does it? Yeah. And people, a lot of people just don't know that it comes with. I didn't know that. So it comes with insurance, like the what, what's the commercial we saw? Is like USCC, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? And it's it's pretty much the same. So say, all right, uh, you go the you go out and somebody breaks in your car and they steal your gun. Right. The NRA will replace up to like I think, don't quote me, but I want to say. Up to nine thousand dollars. How do we? How do we? How do you sign up for that? Like what? Go onto the NRA website and just sign up. And then sign up. Yeah, sign. And up. it comes with insurance, so I don't. I don't have to do the other thing. That's Once you're a member, that comes. That's that's a part of your membership, Look which I that. believe is is worth it right there, man. What else comes with the membership? I, I've never heard of that. That's super dope. Wait, wait, wait. I'm about to say if y'all, you can't keep giving them all this free game, make sure y'all click the link and go to his class and stuff. Yeah, man. I, I have a lot of information <laughs> on my. Page. Yo, let, let, let's get to your classes. Like, let's talk about it because I, you know, I I haven't been shooting forever, but I, I've been shooting for some years, right? And I can always use more practice and 
I want to be put in like dope situations where I just want to be trained differently, not just with a range, right? Yeah, I offer a plethora of uh, different courses, man. Um, so talk about them. Talk about some of your, your basic, courses. My basic course, which you know, what you need in order to get your 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 concealed carry, uh-huh. is a basic pistols class. Okay, and it's basically safety. It's going over the do's and don'ts and the fundamentals, and I go over five different fundamentals. I go over a lot more than five fundamentals, but there's five that I focus on, and then you know. I, any questions that a person has, I usually try to answer all of them. And Give you, us two of your fundamentals right now. Well, I gave them to you earlier. I gave you the trigger control. Okay. And the sight alignment and okay. the sight picture. Okay. So those right there. So knowing I, how to operate your gun properly. Correct. Like, it makes a big difference, man. Just like, you know, so I'll show everybody because I see it all the time and I absolutely hate it. It's one of my pet peeves. <laughs> all right. See, the gun's clear. <clears throat> Hold Everybody, every every movie we've seen, ain't that how they show you to shoot? Yep. Yes. Yep. Right? Stick the whole finger in there and it. Ah. Yeah. When you do that, you're literally Holding messing it. up everything wrong. Because when you do that, you're rocking the firearm. Mm. It's rocking in your hand. And if you don't put enough finger on there and you just barely got your finger on there, you're going to push on the gun. And think about it. It comes back to angles. You know what I mean? And that's why they tell you it's all about angles. And if you're off this much here, when you get five, ten feet down, now it's that much. Wow. You get what I'm saying? So that's how you miss those shots. Because you're not set up for, you know, you're set up for failure from the jump. Gotcha. So once you know how to line up those sights. I can't hear you for some reason. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 sir. You're not in the building. I'm about to say, fam, never put that mic on, bro. Can you hear me now? Nope. That's crazy. All right, keep talking. Uh, So we bring out the guns and our production guys over here, like, what? I was like, I need to be silent. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, like, those little things. Hold on, his mic's cut off now. Hold on. Keep going. Oh, you can't hear me either? No. No, he just got cut off. Uh, Go ahead. Mic check? Nope. 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 Mic check? Nope. Yeah. One more time. Mic check? No. Mm. Uh, um, this commercial has been brought to you by the lovely folks at Adios. <laughs> okay, I hear you, uh, Tanny. Adios. Oh, I don't hear Tanny. No, you hear him outside of the no, mic. No, I hear Tanny. No, I Do you don't. hear me? No. No, bro. Mic check. Okay. You tripping. I got one. Stop smoking weed before the fuck we... Yo, that's that weed. I'm so high right now. Check, check. I'm over here. I'm I, like, I, yo, I coordinated yeah. this. I, I said, I'm not check, smoking check, before check, this check. episode. Too many guns around. I need We're to be like sober. You know how often I go shooting high? Bro, <laughs> you're like, you're inside of your body's like a plant, I believe. It's cool, bro. I respect it. Hey, listen, we all different. I just told somebody, I'm like, I don't know anything I don't do high. Make <laughs> <laughs> sound like the guy off a half bait. <laughs> My mic is off, but. but if you, you ever seen the stars? You ever seen the stars high? <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you know me, like I I, I keep my shit in you, order and I'm super. Yeah, yeah I can hear you now, bro. They never know I'm fried the way I be fried, bro. Unless I tell them. That's so funny. Yeah, but I know you fried with little shit like that. Like, yeah, I hear you, bro. No, we don't, bro. What you talking? About? But look, bro, see, I got this one off. Yeah, you like, forgot it was I off. I hear him. I hear him. <laughs> Y'all don't hear him. <laughs> shit, I'm not tripping. <laughs> you hear him with your real ears. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. We back on or what we doing? No, keep going. Keep going. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I no, hear oh, something. Back we all on. Uh, there, there we go. go. Yay. Am I back? Oh, Tanny has entered the building. That's crazy. <laughs> um, crazy question. How do you stop or at least slow down school shootings? Well, so 
the one good thing about this constitutional carry, which me and him tell you, like DeSantis, he hits and then he misses. He hits and he misses. He hits and he misses. They just did $60 million bill to put extra school security in all our schools. Arm security. Arm security. That's dope. Like response team. Can we get some claps for that? Yeah, like, that's like, yeah, man. That was, that was, that was yeah, that's, that's I, I, I love that. That's like, big, I, I stand behind that all the time, man. Because there's so many veterans. There's so many people out of work right. that would love to protect kids, man. I mean, like, I know dads that would just stand in front of their school right. ready. I wish you would. Right. You know, I've been to school in multiple states, and I've um I have to pick up some of my children for the dojo out here, and like I'll be going to all these different schools out here. Every school, like elementary, middle school, armed security standing outside, and I ain't never. I'm from Detroit. I ain't never seen it like that. We may have a police slide through whenever it's about to be a fight, but I'm like, oh, they got it. But look, bro, here. just to, just this year alone, like, uh, how many gun threats have we got from from Brooklyn school? Like this year alone. Like gun threats, like Five, literally, it's almost players. like I think when the f- school first started, every other week was a gun threat. You know, what's so crazy. New what? York has the strictest gun laws. You can't have one, right? You just can't have one. Yeah, just so like Cali. It's, but, but no, York? Cali, you can't. No, New York. It's just, just New York really hard to get. That like a year or so, a year or two ago, right? Then they, so, I yeah, think but, they just changed it. But right? New York, since growing up, New York was the only place that I knew that they had metal detectors at school. They they had them in Detroit too. And they had them at my well, metal detectors never really stopped anything like that. I mean, there's ways to get shit in. You know what I mean? Like, but I get what you're saying though. Mm-hmm. But my only thing is, like you said, with the school shootings, like, yeah, like, how do you just more security, more security, more security? That's that's first and foremost. It's how they set it up. You know, like, let's think about it. If you had three guys with AR-15s at the front of you're not bringing school, your little gun. You're not coming. You're not in coming there. in there and, unless you got a death wish. You're not I'm coming. I'm gonna say if anything, we. This is going to further protect the children on the inside. Right. But we are susceptible to outside drive-bys. But that's better than, you know, children being trapped in a location, being gunned down and stuff. Well, I mean, I think that's just anywhere in general, like drive-bys and that whole yeah. thing. But but like you said, if, if the, I think parents can, be, can feel a lot safer if they're armed security at school because I don't think kids are going into a school with armed security, like, ready to just have it. I think they have the luxury of thinking, like, Oh shit! There's no security here. I'm about to do my thing. Everyone that they've done, it's been a free for all. They've had no resistance. Can we can we get an applause for the last us? The 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 school shooting that happened with the the police. How they handled that shit when they went in there, guns blazing, like putting their life on the line. Like that shit was because we remember what happened with the tragic story, right? Where they took forever to go in, right? Like these boys were off the street, ready to go. What? Ready? Really want to applaud them for that? That was crazy. Big up to them boys. I'm feeling real Joe Roganish right now because like when we. When we look back at certain aspects of um, the way, a uh, b- perfect example, Wag the Dog, the movie with Robert De Niro. In this movie, there was a situation where the president had got a sexual assault case put on him, and it's like 11 days before the election. So in order to cover this up, Robert De Niro is like a fixer. He comes in and he orchestrates a war, a whole war with a whole nother country 11 days before the election, right? So then... Also, I'm a military child, grew up on base, got military parents. We also know that the government will create certain psyops and situations in order to orchestrate certain things throughout, it ripple effects throughout the United States in order to implement other laws. So we've seen like the Sandy Hook shooting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was documented that 
some things may have not been complete. And then also people got in trouble for saying stuff about that shooting. I might say they sued my mans. He had to pay a couple million for that. So wait, are you are you saying that they were actors? I, I'm I'm watching what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the fuck I'm saying. No, I I have I have heard like you know today. So if we want to get into the whole conspiracy shit, like I have heard things, yeah, but I don't know how. Like I don't want to speak on is it true or not true. I just have heard. But those the spirit, the those things thing. could be the catalyst in order to start all of these other mass shootings. You understand what I'm saying? Because how, when shit is heavily televised, it sparks these thoughts in people's minds and also levels of condition. And then... So basically saying fear, they control with fear. Fear, they control with MK Ultra. It's a whole bunch of stuff with bad food. It's a, it's a television media. It's a yeah. lot of different things that will trigger... I, I try not to, to watch the news stuff, bro. as much as... Yeah, the news is bro. full like, of shit. It depresses me. Like, yeah. there's nothing positive on right. the news anymore. Like, if you start your day with the news, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you want to start your day off with a bad day? <laughs> yeah. Watch the news, yeah, bro. Like, your whole day just... You're like, oh, man. Like, it, just, it feels so gloomy watching the news. 100%. Nowadays, it's nothing good. They instantly come in with bad news. And, like, that's, like, literally perfect. It's a bad way in order to start your day off. Like, somebody telling you BS. Like, I most days I don't let people talk to me before nine o'clock, just because like I'm like I need to get centered in myself before somebody start handing me bullshit over a phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm like I don't want that to be you know like how I I won't want to carry that energy throughout my day, so I at least get set. And that's I I watch Bloomberg, I will watch Money News <laughs> before I watch what's going on like physically out in the world with the foolishness that they like to put on Fox. But I think that's a good point though. Like how you start something, right? How you start your day and just how you just take a breath. Even when you carry, like if you're ever in a situation, right? Where it's a developing situation, not just like hit you right on. You got to take a breath. You got to breathe and really analyze and, and try it's to. it's funny because like my grandfather, he still reads the paper. And okay. I used to ask him, I'm like, yo, like we're the only house on the block that still gets a newspaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I mean? And I'm like, I didn't oh. know they had still newspapers. Yeah, true. bro. They and I'm like, every morning I go up because he's he's 93 years old. So I wake oh, up, wow. I grab him the paper, put it on the on the table, and you know that's his that's our routine, right? And I ask him, I'm like, why are you still read you know the name? Mm. And he told me that he was like, I get to choose what I want to read. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like if I don't if I read that caption, I don't want to read it. Skip it to the next thing. Gotcha. Yeah. When you watch the news, they're just force feeding you everything. I'm, I'm the same way. That's dope. That's why I actually. Shout I out like, to my grandfather. Man. Yeah, shout out to him. Ninety four. That's all great. It, all that, all <laughs> that, all that. I'm the same way. I do not like suggestive programming. I don't like television. I'm going to watch what I want to watch. I hate commercials, fam. I don't do it. And even like when I go shopping, I understand. You do like, like commercials, just the commercials that we like. No, I, I like I like the ones that I'm in. <laughs> 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 He's biased for the commercial. <laughs> I say I don't watch the goddamn Super Bowl for commercials, bro. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Though I do like commercials only because like I feel. I feel like we can learn a lot from commercials, right? That's because, because your ass is in the film. Well, I'm in the marketing too, so it's kind of like it's kind of cool to see what people are digesting and and how they react to what they see. So in in the manner in which you're saying, for the scientist as the seller, I rock with commercials. Not as a viewer, I don't. I got like, you. I don't like because that's basic economics. We're talking about supply and demand. They're going to put in your face what you have access to. I use this analogy all the time. People wash dishes. You know, most of us use Dawn, right? And then they got the um the little sun joint from Dollar Tree. 
And only time most of us is buying to someone when we don't got access to the dime. Because that's the only thing that's on the show. All right, but what about something that you need and they just make your life easier? Like, like I was looking for a new... Um, you think you need it. You no, even no, 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 no. Right, so until they made it and put it on the shelf. <laughs> look, I needed a new beam. I needed a beam for my 43X. You right? know. You so it just magically popped it up. It came with sights, bro. No, look. It magically, <laughs> it magically popped up. Oh, shit. I needed a beam. That's great. Like... <laughs> I didn't have to look for it. They gave it right here. Yo, the ass be catching his ass every time, bro. Like, bro, oh I, I go to my brother's house, right? Yeah. And he's super into uh, the saltwater aquariums and whatnot. Okay. And the second I leave his house and I pull up my Instagram. Saltwater aquariums. Saltwater aquariums. <laughs> coral reef. That's all. Because your phones pick up on it. They hear it. And they instantly. Th- and guess, you know what I want now? Saltwater Aquarium. <laughs> and now you understand what I'm saying because when they put these things into the media, they be like, "Damn, could I shoot up the Because you never have to thought before because until you've seen it happen, you understand the dangers of media. Yeah, man. People know exactly what they're doing. Well, that, I mean, I think that's what not, we have. Not just the media, AI. Oh yeah, we can get AI is a whole different debacle. I, you know what I mean? We can go crazy. AI. Like yeah. everybody speaks of of the good things of AI, but right. they never talk about the whole bad thing. And, and while I'm on the the whole gun thing, I'm gonna give you the reasons why I don't like the whole gun things with AI. Okay. So yeah, how does guns tie in AI? I mean, you so Pete, so robot, we do in this podcast, right? right? Somebody records all of our voices, and now they say, "Oh, we're gonna go shoot up the school with our voices uh. with the AI." That's why Drake and them were getting mad. Not because of them wow. stealing that. That's why. Because they can get them to say anything now. Now you can put in a whole debacle mm. over something you never I've heard said. that. You heard about the scammers that's been hitting the parents with the voice of the children? Yep. I was like, yo, you heard gr- of that? Bro, my grandmother. My grandmother. She, she, I'm sitting there. I'm looking at it. And like I say, she's 90. They're, they're old. They're up yeah. there. And she's like, I, I think your sister's on the phone. I'm like. My sister don't call the house phone for one. Oh, we still have a house phone. Okay, we've had a house phone forever. So I'm like, she's gonna call you on your cell phone. That's that's not Trisha. Like you know what I'm saying? Like go go call her on her cell phone. Right. She calls her and instantly. That's how you do it. But they get over on the old people on the sea now. Uh, you know what I mean? And they're easy. And she was ready, bro. She was ready. I seen her going. She's looking for her purse. I'm like, what are you doing? Wow. And she's like, uh, she's in trouble. I'm like, that's that's not my sister. Damn. So AI is getting to that. Point. And, the, and and then you know, it's not credit, AI, on, it's credit not on my AI. grandmother. She's partially deaf. Okay. So she's just hearing this over the phone, and it sounds like it. She doesn't know, and they're they're crying. She you doesn't know, about know anything AI. about AI. She's not. No, she has no all, idea about AI. If you get called under distress with your loved one's voice, you're your grandbaby. Nobody's thinking. Wait a minute. Let me check for AI. Look, like, bro, that's like accident. Saying, that's like accident, saying. grandma. Help me. Da, 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 da. You're not even looking at the number. Nothing. You don't care, bro. But that's you like saying care. all these guns on the table is bad. No, terrible people are picking shit up, shooting people. Is like terrible people are getting their hands on technology, doing terrible things. Right. It's just f boys in every mm-hmm. facet of life. I mean, I think that's why people in the media, like people like ourselves, need to just be informing more and more people. So we, once we're informed, you know, we can make better decisions. Most definitely. I, I'm just, I, I grew up watching iRobot and all that, yeah, man. So no I'm bullshit, still right? always like, bro, my favorite movie is Terminator. Oh, yeah. That's you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I could watch that movie. I'm Terminator 2. Right. <laughs> I could watch that movie a thousand times and never get bored of it, bro. And And it's just like... Man, what if? So, so look, let, let's get back to your courses, right? Because, like, why, why should I hire Miami Gun Doctor? 
Well, if you go to my page, Miami mm-hmm. Gun Doctor on Instagram, Miami Gun Doctor 305, I give you five reasons of why. I mean, like five legitimate reasons why you should get your license. Oh, and he also take you out in the field and do like real life training. Like that's what I'm trying to get him to get to. Get me to the cool shit. Like he was like running in the dirt. Like you got to You got to walk. You know what I'm saying? You got to crawl before you walk. All right, but I crawled. I'm ready to run. Like you know what I mean? Like sign me up. I hope you are. No, no, I'm talking shit. No, I'll be in the basic class. What are you doing again? Gonna nah, be out there like on pooty time, y'all. You know it's hot out here. So, yeah, talk to me about your different experiences through with your classes. Like, you have real live, I didn't know that you have real live trainings. Like, talk to me about that. Yeah, so like I said, the basic training, you know, in order for you to get your license is a basic pistol, pistol right. course. But you now go I got my license and I'm ready to, okay, next you, level. And you want to take it up. You yep. know what I mean? You're like, hey, Chris, I want to be able to move on the go with that. So, um, me and a couple of my buddies who are instructors, uh, we, we go out to the glades, you know what I mean? And we train, bro. We train. We, uh, we have still targets. We go out there. Um, and what I do for people is like, I actually work you out a little bit. That's dope. Cause anybody can stand still and shoot. Right. It's when you're huffing and puffing. I'm training you to control your breath, control your body movement. Cause it, it, it's a lot, you know? Mm. And if you go to my page, you see me, man, I'm on it. And, you know, and, and I don't make every shot. That's not realistic. Yeah. I'm huffing and I'm running a hundred yards. And out of those hundreds, I hit, I shoot four or five times. I'm hitting three out of them. Wow. And to me, that's a successful. Right. You know, if you're able to gather yourself and, and be able to deliver on target, you only need one. Can you right. explain to them like why it's so important for them to be able to like even go through that level of training and gather themselves? Because that's completely different from standing still shooting out of range versus. It, well, right now with the Constitution Care, everybody's going to have a firearm. So what it's going to be is the trained versus the untrained. And just like you said, the muscle memory, you know, if you're not used to running with your firearm, you go to first, you go to take a step and you don't shot yourself because you're not used because you don't know your hand placement. You don't know how to throw it on safety. You don't know how to move. You don't know. And that's what I tell people all the time. I, I would never shoot just standing up. I'm a big guy. You're a big guy. Right. I tell big guys all the time, shoot from cover. Mm. Why shoot? If, if, if it's there, use it. Tree, a car, anything, get behind it. Nobody's ever talk, talk, uh, told me that before. That I like that. That's great advice. Yeah, man. And another so thing, you're I'll, a big ass target. No, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no, no bullshit. But I'm, I'm saying though, you, you don't think of yourself as a big ass target when yeah. you're a big ass target, right? No, like, no, honestly, I've never thought about it that way either. And then it also, it that's also a great point of like having different trainers and teachers because like bro it's like y'all y'all both bigger than me so as it pertains to targets y'all are bigger targets 100 percent. it's easier to hit 100 percent. yeah like i could just turn sideways <laughs> no nah, but but you know what's cool though when you when you talk to somebody that really knows what they're talking about and i like the way you say like yo i'm not gonna hit all the time right but i'm gonna hit like you know two out of three three out of you know whatever two out of five three out of five whatever it was but i do like the transparency because most people that consider themselves like gurus right everybody's capping Everybody's I'm hit five out of five, or you, you know what I'm saying, or or like I'm I'm, I'm standing in front of Rolls Royce. Oh, in the in the range with AC, I'm impressive as shit. I mean, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, like I'm a pretty good shot, but it's not realistic to me. Like that's target shooting, right? I can train any, and that's what I tell people. Do you want to be a target shooter? Right. I can have you hitting bullseye all because real life is not target shooting. It ain't. Oh no, it's moving, right? And it's shooting back at you. One hundred percent. It's you or him, like yeah. It's fight or flight, bro. Right. And, and you know, it, real life is Mr. and Mrs. Smith in all jokes aside. Like, you really, that was a great scene, by the way. Yeah, I'm out of sight because that's if most times the 
I'm from Detroit. The whole time I'm like, who's gonna clean this shit up? <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Cause I'm like, ain't neither one of y'all gonna shoot each other. But who's gonna clean all this shit up? Cause I ain't cleaning it up. Bro, and then you already know you go through them type of rounds, boy. I'm like, oh my God. Right, man. And you just think about like those type of situations when you have that type of action, even like takers, those action scenes. There are people aren't just like pew pew. Pew, pew. Like, no, it's motherfucker sliding across the floor, hiding across furniture, because why would you, like, and then the way I was trained and conditioned, like, if you shoot, you also give away your position. So Anybody who thinks to- that their target doesn't move has never played a round of Call of Duty. Bing Yo, bong. Bing real. bong. <laughs> They're moving like that. For People real. are moving. They I'm not going to lie. You know who I am in Call of Duty? I'm the guy that's laying on the floor in the most random place waiting for motherfuckers. You camper. I'm a I'm a camper, bro. I always had this vision, like when you come in my you house. Know what that is that's what smart. I like in this. real life. You, you would know be saying, a camper. Babe? I told you, somebody, everybody, somebody. I'm I'm on the floor where you least expect me. And Bang. Next scoping. Right. Bang. Exactly. Move to the next side of the room. One hundred percent. This is real life situation we talking about. You know, in Call of Duty, it's kind of cheap. But right. No, in but, real but, life, uh, that's what I'm gonna say. Like we're gonna, if we're gonna use games, the most realistic game would have to be. Um, shout out to Tom Clancy, you know, like the Rainbow Six, because they actually hug the wall. They'll swing the strap around the wall like this. Like, mm-hmm. that's probably some of the most realistic movement. Yeah. yeah, yeah as it yeah. pertains to shooting games. For sure. And when you talk about positioning, like we just talked about, what was that? Um, He was on Wild and Out. Uh, I forgot his name, the rapper. Um, you know, when his, about Hitman? Yeah, when his girl got down. Yeah. That was crazy. It's, it's fucked up. They, they broke into her house. Yeah. And it's like, I was thinking in my head, like, man, I wonder, like, you know, what we have to, what we have to be taught in order to like put ourselves in like better positions, maybe like you know what I'm saying, just as gun owners or having guns in the house. People need to have trainers, and I know, bro, he talked. We talked about this. People need to have trainers actually come to their home that way that they know how to defend themselves within the home. Um, because that's like, a course I offer as well in the home training. Yes, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yes, mm-hmm. and remember, I, remember, I had told you about. Um, I don't know if y'all familiar, but it is like. It's this one. I ain't gonna give them no shout out. They ain't giving me no endorsement right now. You, if you want sponsorships, you can click the link right here. Numbers, Always. Right. I'm like, but if you want, if you want sponsors, you click this. <laughs> but this particular gun range, um, they actually have a digital setup, and then they literally they um they come and take pictures of your crib, screen everything up, and then they put it up onto all of these different projector walls, and then you're walking oh, around crazy. the furniture and everything, dry mm-hmm. fire, boom, 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 boom. But you also gain a muscle memory of moving around your furniture. You know how to work. It's uh-huh. a, that's actually one of the number one. It's actually, um, it's like a gun club, like a golf club. It's like a gun club. Man. Yeah. Um, if y'all know what I'm talking about, it's in um, Baltimore area, but military, a lot of military personnel go there. Yeah, it's OD. Mm-hmm. No, that's fire. That's crazy. But nobody's going to give you like, Really walking over your stuff in your home, you know? Right? I mean? No, no, no. Like you right. need that in the home tree, just like a fire drill. It's the same thing as a fire drill. Babies, yeah, Damn, dinosaur right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like for real. You can't put that on the visual screen. Like I literally just got done sweeping up blocks. I stepped on a goddamn triangle this morning. Like home alone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So what's up with the, what's the current situation with these braces? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't have a brace so, now. Man, I watched a video on it right before I came over here, just so I could be fresh on it. And you know, at so at, first, explain the situation for the people because they, they may not know what's going on. So the ATF has implemented a rule that if you have a AR pistol that is shorter than sixteen inches, they want you to register it if you have a brace on it. Mm. A brace is 
uh, and it's the arm brace. It's not right. a folding stock. It's not a fixed stock. It's the brace, the SB tactical brace. That's the one that right. everybody's put on there. I'm not saying that's the standard locking one. That's the standard one. Yeah, I'm like, you know that, what I mean? Like, that's they, the they, they agreed to it a couple years ago, and now they're like, you know, we changed our mind. So now millions of Americans. <laughs> is it because of that Las Vegas uh, shooting? Because he used right. the AR To pistol? me, it, it, there is no reason. Like how we were talking about earlier, why would you make something less accurate? Right. You know, you're asking for more casualties. You're asking for people to, to just shoot more wildly. You know, you're going to have more collateral damage. To me, it's just... I don't understand. You know what I've never heard? I've never heard, like, you know, one of the solutions being, like, uh, education, right? Like, learning more about guns and learning more about shooting. And, you know what these, I mean? These people have, and I grew up on base. I I love, I am, I'm also an American Indian. I love this country. But when we look at places like China, these children are going to school and then they're learning martial arts throughout the day. They're learning how to break apart firearms, put them back together, and also shoot them. Yeah. So, and when we talk about in comparison, to I would not want to put my child up against a, a Chinese child. Hell no. Mm. Hell. Or well, I, I, I'm not saying. Why do you? Why do you? I say got that? a little banger. I'm not saying my son. Did you not see the video <laughs> that they were doing? They were breaking down guns. Like, oh no, it's serious, bro. Like, I seen a little girl break a gun down as fast as I can. I was like, <laughs> damn. I was like, like, you ten, know? like ten year old American kids are getting softer. They're super soft. Everyone else. These is the soft. Uh, Yo, all right, so look, yeah, so so I Michelin think man. I think nowadays I think everybody's paying attention to like everything everybody says, taking it so literal, so offensive, where you can't even have stand up comedy anymore. You know what I mean? Like every time I see a new stand up, everybody's so political. Besides, like you know, our legends like Dave Chappelle. Yeah, you got to be super mainstream. Yeah, everybody, everything, radio, uh, um, stand up comedy, even mm -hmm. movies, like everything offends somebody who's attached yo, it's to really outfit like, or some uh, type of identity crisis. Respectfully, and and it comes back to mental health issues. Like I said, identity yeah. crisis. <laughs> no, seriously, there was a little, there was a little boy who who got sent home because he had a T shirt on that says "There are only two genders." And they sent him home. They made, they called his dad, and his dad was like, "Yeah, I'll come pick him up." Feelings. That's crazy. And he said, "Man, it wasn't the kids at the school that were had a problem with it? It was the teachers, the seniority." Yeah, uh, I got in trouble for wearing a South Park shirt when I was a child. That said, you will respect my authority. They made me tell that like, you got to flip that inside. Out. I'm like, no, I, I got sent home. I wore a Bob Marley shirt to uh, to Disney World. They made me take it off. Seriously? Yeah, bro. Oh, he had a big spliff in his mouth with the you know you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, the, half the famous lion, one. Yup, half lion, the half Bob. I already know. And bro, I mean, they gave me a nice Mickey Mouse shirt, but I was just like, <laughs> this shit. Like, I can't. Like, I intentionally haven't wore this shirt just for today. Right, right. And you know what I mean. So it's like. Uh, what, did I really hurt anybody? I'm about to say, in a country that's supposed to be so high-strung on freedom, they really don't seem too free when we have to go through all these rules and regulations. So, uh, so if we're getting like, so are we getting softer? Is like, is that what like, are we? It's sorry, motherfuckers, being the soft, and, and I'm not talking about my family. I grew up, I got Marines, <laughs> but some of these grown men I come across in today's society. I just be like, I'm so thankful I got a dad. Goddamn. <laughs> no, but like, like I feel like you know when I was a kid, like, would you consider like abuse now? Like, I used to get beat everywhere. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but nowadays, man. I feel like you can't even... We we doing... Let's go at statistics. My mama smacked my ass. <clears throat> We're like, oh, you know, your mom be like, don't walk away from me. My ass walked away from her in Fairlane Mall in Detroit, Michigan. Smack. <laughs> so you, so basically, you, you fucked around and then you found out. You found out, really. <laughs> quick. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so I just say, I'm like... You didn't get a chance to figure it out. I'm like, I can't hold you. Me and my... We be, we be, um, we be working on the gentle parenting. But like, I get fed up and I'm like, bring your little ass. Like, I be snatching Prince up. <laughs> But I, I come from that, and you know, um, well, spare the rod, spoil the child. You don't have to be abusive, but there does need to be a level of discipline. You have to be firm. Man. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm really too strong. I do too much martial arts to be hauling off hitting my child. But I make sure that he understands when he's wrong. And, and I feel like nowadays a lot of people are like, they want to be friends with their kids versus being a parent. No. Yeah. See, my mama see. said, I ain't your fucking friend. I have a little brother and a little <laughs> sister. Uh, my brother's eleven and my sister's five. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you these kids adore me. It's because I demand that level of respect. My dad's older. I get it, you know. And I'm like, bro, how do you let... Like, they stayed home from school the other day. They were sick. Yeah. And my brother came in, and the first thing he did was run to the video game and jump on the video game. I said, bro, there's no school today? And he goes, oh, I stayed home because I don't feel well. I said, if you don't feel well, go lay down. Right. (laughs) I was like, bro, I'm sorry. I'm like, there's no video games if you don't feel good. Cause, right. And I break it down for them. I'm not the type to just, I'm like, because if I sit here okay. and let you play this game, you're going to think that that's okay. And every time you get a stomachache, you want to come home. No, I want to make your day miserable. You know, mm. like you're not playing games. You're gonna, you want to do something for entertainment? Go read a book. The same thing you would have been doing in school. He's like, so I can't well, play the game all day? Like you can play it the same time that you would have got out of school. <laughs> right. That's you get what I mean? Like now your stomach jail. don't hurt as much. Yeah, the stomach don't hurt at all now. <laughs> right. He's like, oh, I'm really not. He's like, well, just go take a nap. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you, you pulled one over on them. You got over on That's them. That's so funny. But I used to do the same shit. Right. I feel like kids forget that we was kids too. Yeah, they don't. They don't understand. They like, oh, they was old forever. They came out old. Came I'm out. Gonna say, we we are guilty of doing the same exact thing to our parents because even when it comes to the music, we'd be like, like this new shit is ass. Our parents said the same shit at one point in time. Like, what is the snap music shit? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> like for real, we went mumble rap. Yo, same now, thing, speaking bro. of music, right? How does music play into the gun culture now? It because is heavily, like, it has a large part to do with I've the never heard shooting. a positive gun song. Well, I, I'm just saying, like, like it's influence of what, we, of what the that consumer is getting. So every every song I hear, now everybody got switches. Drill music and all, like, they have a genre for But nobody's talking about... Now, yo, real shit. I went to the range and I knocked down, like, like I had I had the best grouping of my life. Like, nobody's saying that. Like, these niggas don't even know what a grouping is. <laughs> I don't even know the grouping. Oh my god, you got so many guns, bro! So grouping is how close you can get your shot placement together. Oh, okay, got you. It is like so if you keep shooting in the same area, like some people grouping is like it's very special and it's very rare. But some people can hit the same spot every time. Oh, got you, got you, got you. Yeah, I'm not there yet. That's why I need like that Robin Hood shit. Yeah, and that comes back to your fundamentals: side alignment, side picture. Once Mm. you understand your side alignment, then you go for your side picture. What you're shooting at. Where you place that target? That's why we're saying, uh, would you, I shoot at somebody how you feel with about my side sights? Because I was, we was at the range one day, the '90s, and he decides to keep turning the AR sideways like he was Rambo, and I'm like, bro, I don't think that's making you like, no, I got this. So you got to remember, it's all about angles. It's all about angles. Okay, you know what I mean. So, and as long as it's 
a line straight, it's gonna go straight. And that's what I had. That's what I ended up seeing. As long as I had the nose when I turned, as long as I had the nose pointed properly, and I was able to get sight sight to sight, I was still able to hit in the range where I want. Especially with that one, yo, that right yo, there. By the way, that my, little boy. My Keltec, my Keltec is probably my most accurate gun. Like I don't. Make. I got that same gun in green. Do you? I seen the green one at the other day, and, and my man shot. That shit is so easy, boy. Like you can put him. Yeah, I, lo- I love the Keltec. <laughs> One of my that's favorite like guns. cheating. That's like cheating for real. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite guns for sure. I don't know if I. Damn, what, you 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 a little quiet over there. Like I don't understand. <laughs> like this boy talk. You, you scared? First of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, I just got we just got her a new gun, right? I got her the easy because with the um with the forty three X, she had a problem. Like what? You had a problem cocking it? Yeah. You had a problem it racking it? Hard. It was too hard, right? Yeah. So what do you think about the easy? So easy. Let me tell you. So oh just yesterday, right? I'm in the garage. We in the garage cleaning. I go out to get his coffee from Starbucks. I come back. Girl, the I seen gun the, I seen the damn tuck, story. Like, but my, it's out though. It's like she has the gun right outside of her pants. I'm like, that's not concealed. No, I had my top on it. But no, you didn't. I had to tell you. I'm like, babe, what are you doing? Like, you're scaring the I've fucking the neighbors. <laughs> we got like doctors and lawyers right beside us, and you got pistol out. But like, she, they already think I'm a drug dealer. She carried the way I carry. Like, they say we carry like Israelis because we carry in the front, and it's like for me, it's just. Quick no, I don't think home. you understand, bro. I, the whole I, shit was out. I seen the video. I was, I posted I was on Instagram. I, I posted. I'm like, what the fuck is this on Instagram? So you're not. I can on Instagram. So you just get. I posted get a video that up. said they're asking how do I wear to the gym. Carry, she and I said like this nah, concealed it's not and it's inside. It. Even with Constitution, it's not open carry. Look, we were on, no, we were on our garage. property for those who don't know. But she's in the garage. I was home in the garage. He left and no, it was like, a literally little... in the property, like cleaning her garage. Yeah. I'm a look, I'm, what, I'm, no? a, I'm a gun trust user, and I'm also. It depends on if you get that Karen who really wants to push the issue. For all the Karens, oh, the Karens, for all the Karens in the world, these are all props. Yeah, I'm about <laughs> to say um, respectfully, Karens can get it too. But say Man, you want just get out the Karen? <laughs> I said respectfully, get out the Karen. Say respectfully, <laughs> yo, Karens are be crazy, bro. I bumped into them a lot. Somebody watching this video right now, calling. <laughs> <laughs> So, man, what, what do you think? Like, you think, um, how, you think, like, classes? What do you think you would take a, uh, I'm from what you heard, you, you ready for one of the classes? I'm going outside with him. <laughs> nah, I am really I mean, looking. No, you really need it because, you know, like, you know, I feel like I'm a lot more experienced than you in the guns, but now you're starting to really get into it because I'm like, yo, baby. And I tell you, that's the best time to get into it when you're into it. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you want to do something, you're going to, you're going to excel better in it. Right. You know, you have the one. Why should women, like, you know, uh, as well as men, but especially women, like, why should women want to know, know more about guns, learn how to carry? Um, why should they come to your course? And I, I believe everybody. Do I don't, you I don't have any female trainers? Because I know you have a you have a, a organization where you have other mm-hmm. trainers. Do you have any female? I'm, I'm working with a, a different group, of a bunch of uh, different female trainers. So, like I say, if uh, if you come and you don't feel comfortable... I can more than happily point you to a female instructor. Gotcha. Um, I have a couple. You know, I'll, I'll drop their names afterwards. And by the way, I know, I be seeing a lot of badass women at the range. By the way, like they be killing it. But I only say that because 
you know, the females in my I'm life are, are not really, huh? I'm not going to acknowledge that because then I'm going to cuss out for going to the range. Too. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> like, a lot of, a lot of, <laughs> that's funny. A lot of, a lot of um, females in my life are just scared to carry. So I'm really talking, especially to the ones in my family and this one over here, you know, the importance of just, like, you know, getting into it and really just learning. I mean, gun safety is for everybody, man. You know what I mean? And if you're a single mother or, or you know, like I say, you're a female who, who's in the, who works late hours and is vulnerable, you know, to society, how, how we said, you know, you, we know the statistics, you know, you're getting in late, coming in late, yeah. stuff like that. And you stay in a bad neighborhood. It's very vital, man. You know it, what I'm saying? It, give me, give me a situation where, uh, My, I know I'm picking on you for a little bit. I need to, you know, <laughs> give me a situation where like, you know, you may have, you know, maybe wish you had, had your carry. My carry, my yeah, your gun. When I'm out, your little yeah, like give me a situation where you needed it and you didn't have it. Uh, the day I had an AK to my head. What happened? I had the window down and uh, I had a gun hit me on the head, and he said, "Get the f out the car." That's crazy. And I, I looked. I thought it was a joke because I thought it was my homegirls. <laughs> so I looked, and I'm like, nope. He had an AK wrapped up in cloth or a towel or something. I opened the door. I forgot that I had the key, the because it was a push button. Uh, I had a 645 BMW, and I had the key in my bra. But I had my wallet, money, and credit cards, everything in the middle. So I knew that. So I jumped out the car, and I backed up, and I let him in the car. I went running, and he went running behind me, and he hit me with a gun. was like, you're coming with me. And at that point, I had to make a decision, keep running or go with him. And I'd rather go, I'd rather keep running. So I ran into a barbershop. So I wish I had it at that moment. Yeah. Do you feel, I'm about to say from an experienced trainer, do you feel like, because those are situations where, you know, when there's another, when there's somebody actually has a gun on you, when you have to be very mindful how, of how you move and you have to be very strategic because even letting them know that you have the firearm to put your life at risk. That's the point of having it concealed, man. Like, I tell people, like, yo, yeah, I don't get do your open. gun. I don't do open carry. Don't post it. Don't post it. I know it looks cool. You want to go to the range. I get that. But don't post, oh, I'm carrying this. Because you've just given up the element of surprise. When she jumped out the car and all that was there, that split second that he turned and all that, I that was I her time. One. Yeah. That was her time. Yeah. I was I was listening to the story. I'm like, okay, I'm waiting. He was I'm waiting. in the car. He was the whole open. first half of that story, you couldn't do anything. No. Right. You know what I mean? Like you have to wait until your opportune moment. And this is why you need training. Because then your muscle memory kicks in. You may only have that split yeah. second. Because at that point, he's... He jumped. Well, he scram- he's when he scrambled, he would have scrambled. The gun's not in his hand now. And he would have turned up, and he would have saw a flash. Boop. Gosh. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That's what it is. Yeah. Hey, so, that reminds me of... Well, peace and light. Yeah. So, so from, uh, It's always a double meaning. I was going to say, so from know. that situation, what I ended up doing from that moment on is I always replayed that situation but always played like I always tell him I was that when I go to the gas station I'm always thinking okay You're if somebody well came to the now. passenger seat the driver's seat because for like three months I didn't go out I canceled all my all my appointments I wouldn't you could not even I wouldn't even go to the drive-thru and even shooting somebody's traumatizing I yeah tell people all the time like when I teach my class that's one of the questions I say are you prepared to shoot somebody if you have to and if they tell me no I'm going to tell them, well, I can give you the training, but I'm not going to give you the license. Yeah, no. Mm. I'm not going to give you a license and set you up for failure. 
you, when I took one of, uh, when I first took my gun course, my instructor said, what, he asked the question, what are guns for? And everybody had all these answers. The number one answer that he said, this gun is simple. It's to kill people. That's all it's for. Or what do you feel about that? I wouldn't say it. Was that extreme? Yeah. When he, yeah. When he <laughs> Cause, said I that. mean, there, there's so many other purposes for a firearm. There's people who shoot for sport. Gotcha. There's people who hunt. It's not just for killing people. A hammer. Remember how we had the conversation? Right. A hammer. But Hammers kill people. You like, also got to think about like the type of conditioning he's putting into his students when he say that. Now they're thinking like, oh, yeah, because I got about- this, this is meant for me to kill somebody. Did he say that it with the purpose of like taking it serious or what do you think? I'm about to say, I ain't never met a firearm instructor who like say shit like that jokingly. No, no, I'm I saying, did he say what I, what I thought he meant was like, this is something serious. So if you're going to use it, be prepared. That's what's going to happen. But me as an educator, I always have to be mindful of the way I let things come out of my mouth because right. like you don't know how people going to take you literally this motherfucker said everything you're on this table. It's not only what you say. It's also how you say it. Yes. That shit is dangerous. Yeah, it, what he said. Very, I do not approve that message. Nah. Gotcha. <laughs> like I said. Anything can kill you. You know what I mean? Like, anything can kill you. So, it, for him to say that, he just put a, a negative stigma on firearms. Gotcha. And if somebody already had a negative stigma on it, he just made it worse. Gotcha. So, I always try to tell people, man, it's a tool, you know? And they didn't hear, so I'll reiterate what we were talking about earlier. Um, first time somebody uses a hammer, you know, you got this big old heavy piece of metal, and they give you this little old nail, and they tell you to hold it and don't hit yourself. Mm-hmm. And most of us, even with years of experience, we still tap ourselves every now and then, you know, mm-hmm. but it doesn't happen as much because we understand that it's a tool and we know how to use it. Therefore, we don't fear it anymore. Same thing with the firearm. It's a tool. Once you know how to use it, how to handle it and how to take care of it, it'll become a party. And man, I've been in situations where I'll have my firearm on. I'll forget it's on me because mm-hmm. I carry it so much, you know. I've actually taken my gun off me to slap people. Like, not I'm not joking. What? I've literally a pistol whip. No, no. I literally I took my gun off me to go physically slap somebody because I didn't want it on me. I I knew that was pussy. I, I believe they call that pistol whipping. No, I didn't <laughs> hit them. With oh, the he means he put the gun down off me, put it into my car, and physically went and slapped this person. <laughs> like because like. Well, why would you slap a person when you and because put your gun that's down? like where I'm from. That's some of the highest forms of disrespect. But what, but what if they strapped? And they didn't want to be slapped. They yeah. wasn't. They wasn't. How you know? Like, I'm from Detroit. I know. <laughs> but you, okay. You but you said know. but you said they was they was pussy. They was a bitch ass nigga. But you know, bitch ass niggas be the first one to pull the trigger. Oh, first. They walked, they walked up on me with no shirt on, and then I told them to get off my property. They thought stuff was sweet. I took and then I was rolling with the dirty thirty eighty. So I was like, I had I took the blicky off and I slid it underneath my seat and I just walked up over. You said the, the dirt. See that that's the that's the part Can of story you you're missing up. Ankle, though, you, no. It was the dirty thirty. That's why I had to go oh, down. Yeah, cereal, cereal. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, 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 no. That's why I had to go I away. Yeah, yeah, here, bro. Don't try that at home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, had one I do not approve ankle. this message. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, but like I said, I, this is not like, a true story. Oh, don't even got, don't even got that firearm no more. Everything else is in a gun trust. Like, come check me out. <laughs> yeah, we. That's a whole other conversation. Gun I know, trust. and that's so. Um, just real, because we are we wrapping up now, and just so the people know where to find you, I want you to drop your IG. But before you drop your IG, can you give me the five offers that you provide to the people from the painting to the services and all? That yeah. Stuff? So we do the basic classes. Um, and that, you know, some people, if you just want the training, you can just do the training. 
You know what I mean? Some people already have their license and you're like, man, I'm rusty. I want to take a freshen up course so I can teach you the basic pistol class, which is, you know, a freshen up course for people like that. Um, I have advanced training as far as rifle and in the field, actually moving on the go. Um, I do seracoding, which. Right. Can That's fire. Can't leave that okay. out. Um, <clears throat> we also do uh, in the home training. You know what I'm saying? We do in the home training, uh, close quarter uh, combat. You know, okay. like that's as far as. In, oh, you're a martial artist, right? Yeah, I'm about to say, bro, come on. Now. We do Krav Maga, all that, man. <laughs> oh, that's so let's cool. Get into it, man. That's fine. We need okay. to have me and DJ do something and show you guys one. Yeah, that would be like dope. Like he said, close quarter. I'm like, you you don't even mention that unless you're wanting to come to firearm, unless you trained in it, mm-hmm. because like that's not shit people teach. No, no, no. That's dope. And like I said, I'm a full time gunsmith, man. So if you wanna you wanna you wanna hook something up, you wanna soup something up, you need something fixed or clean, I'm your guy, man. Oh, and that's you perfect. do custom builds, correct? Hold hey. on, before we take off, hold the fuck on. You just said gun cleaning, right? I wanna get to the story real fast because he we, Oh my god. No, we gotta tell it. Fuck that. We with the gun dog. We gotta go no, into this shit. Bro, we was <laughs> no, up. fuck that shit. So listen, we go into the gun range, right? I bring all my shit out, whatever, you know, we about to just have oh, a fun day, right? So he get to, he pull his gun out, right? And he getting ready to do it. And then all your click, click. So, and I'm like, hold the fuck, hold up. So it, I'm like, yo, I just did a did, field fuck that we shit. Came to the That's camp. the gun he carry every day. But I just did a field strip before I came there. Bro, I'm not trying to. I field stripped it and I didn't even oil it. But you, when would you going to oil it? See, that was the problem. I got there and I shot the shit without oiling it. I'm so glad we did that, cause, bro, immediately in my head, I'm like, bro, what? Imagine if you, you learned, needed that joint. That's a vital lesson. Uh, and that, so part of that, yeah, part of that is living in, if in Florida, the moisture and the way it like it will evaporate the oil out. Yes, of the like I'm so talk about had, it, cause I've I know nothing about this. You gotta explain that. So, to me. all right, what I tell people, you know what I mean? Um, if you've been shooting your gun and you you really don't, or if you bought it used and you don't know. Bring it for a detailed cleaning. A detailed cleaning is a full disassemble, clean everything, and I condition everything, meaning I recondition the metal and I put protectants on it. How often do you need that? If you're not an avid shooter, I would say at least once every six months. Okay. If you shoot your gun, I would say depending on how much you shoot it, at least once every three months. Okay. And if you're somebody who's really, really shooting, I mean, I'm talking about a detailed stripping. Okay. When you shoot your gun, clean it. Gotcha. You know what I mean? I don't want to get nasty, but if you use something, clean it. Right. You right, get what right, I'm saying? Right, right. So that's how I feel. Is like that's how you keep stuff clean. <laughs> Preserve it. It's gonna last longer. Take care of your stuff. It's gonna take care of you. Right. You know what I mean? Um, Especially if your life on the line. And then learn how to do it, man. You know yeah. what I mean? Bring it to me. I'm gonna get it back to new. And I also teach cleaning classes. I oh, teach classes. Dope. I'll. Sh- I, I, I'm not here. I'm the type. I rather teach a man to fish than to give him one. No, that's dope. If that's you dope. own a gun and you don't know how to fill strip it, you should be ashamed of yourself. And if you don't know but, how to remember to put the oil back, no, you really should so you're ready to shoot somebody, you should no, be ashamed of yourself. There are certain guns out no, there maybe. that are different that people may not be familiar with. You feel no I shame? One, I got one of the hardest goddamn guns to take apart. I do like, Bro, how long no, did it take for you to get that gun back? Like 20 minutes, remember? No. Like, first off, I didn't have no nails. I had just cut my nails before we went. So you go, <laughs> like, I'm like, bro, I already know Turn what I'm talking about. That's my monkey, dog, dude. If you do yeah, a monkey paw grip right here, it's these certain notches, and then you have to literally pull this pin out right here. So, you don't have nails, fam. It's Submission. 
And this is why I use tools, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, by, by the way, I mean, DJ knows how to actually, like, break down and, and, clean, his, and clean his guns, but I was just shocked. Most people can't break them. No, for sure. But I was just shocked that it didn't shoot because I've never seen that because before. I already left that shit dry. But I wasn't even... But it literally... Like everyday carry between like just the moisture, humidity, just and then I got humidifiers in my crib and stuff. You like literally. Oh, but that that's important though because yeah, I think like, regular people like myself would have never even thought of that, bro. Yeah, because on average, and then also depending on the type of firearm you carry, it's just like it's regular maintenance, fam. Same way how you wash your body you. and take care of yourself. He has a full metal frame firearm yes, too. I do. Mm. I do not have no plastic. So the fire, the the metal. Tries it up, it's so yeah, evaporate. Nah, it gets hotter. You get what I'm saying? I definitely just want to say, like, you know, we appreciate you coming out today. Oh man, one, man. anytime. I, you know, we definitely want to say, uh, Second Amendment right, man. We are in full support of it. We feel like we should be, you know, teaching our youth to demystify the gun. You know, hey, our next episode, we uh, we out in the glaze. We we bring a camera. That's a fact, glaze, yo. That's a bro. fact, <laughs> yo. We definitely got to show. Matter of fact, we're gonna film that for our YouTube channel. We're gonna film. Yeah. Live gun training. And, I'm your gun and doctor. it's not all just, you know, straight shoot them up, bang, bang. Like, bro, we have three lakes right there, and we get some good fishing in, too. Bro. That's dope. Like, we, we do make it. it an event. We make it a nice day because just shooting all day long, it burns you out. Bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we shoot a little bit. We fish. You know what I'm saying? There's some nice trails over there, too, if you just want to get out and, and see something different. Like, a lot of people have never been to the Everglades. Yeah, I don't want to see any gators, though. That's the one thing I'm not. I can't promise you won't. Yeah, I don't know about I'm that. I'm bringing bro. a bow. Just and by the way, you can't shoot gators. You know that? Y'all know that? Shit. I mean. You ha, technically ha, ha. cannot kill a gator in ha, South ha, Florida. Ha. United States citizens why, can't. Why, why can't you shoot a gator? Just <laughs> no, it's, it's against. It's a federal crime. You're supposed to have tags. So if you get an attack by a gator, you can't. Yo, that's well, what that's, I wanted to that's, ask. That's I, different. If you're being attacked, then you're in fear for you your life. You can't just... If I, no, they, if I see a gator, I'm fearful. Like I'm, as soon as I see it, I'm ready to go. Like I'm fear. Well, in my family, in my culture, we don't believe um, like hunting for sport. We don't do that. Like I got we you. Don't, we don't participate in that. If we only like, we ain't talking about sport. We talking about I see a gator. Gator look like it's hungry. I'm. What are we doing? Nah, you, uh, is your life in danger? For, for the most part, is your they, life in danger. I'm slow. My life is going to be in danger if it's a fucking gator. Hey, them, them shits is fast. Though. I'm yeah, slow as shit. What the fuck I'm going? Run zigzag. But out there, I can't run at all. Run zigzag. I can't unless you're in the water. Like unless you're in the water, then you might have something to worry about. But usually, like I say, we're on dry land. We're, have you seen the speed of a gator? Yeah. And then have you seen the speed of a 450 pound man? Go <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like it just ain't gonna add up, guys. Yo, to have your Tim mill on you, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Well, nothing, nothing. Nah, guys. Nah, but look though, we we definitely appreciate you. We definitely coming out to the range. We're gonna do a live um. Uh, uh, demonstration. Uh, live demonstration and coming soon. And uh, like I said, man, and we, I'll come back it. and man, we'll probably give the class. Let's do it. The people, man. Let's like do it. Because I, I, I have no problem giving the knowledge to the people.